This is the Criterion Creeps Podcast. I'm Jared Duncan. And I'm, um, uh, I'm here. And we're just two guys who have no other choice now to creep our way through the Criterion Collection one spine number at a time in order of release. This week, we're mm-hmm. working on our cauliflower ears as we watch oh. spine 417 of the Criterion Collection, Lindsay Anderson's This Sporting Life. From 1963 but first rj um uh, it warmed uh, up it warmed up how hot is it i had the window rolled down letting that yeah, fresh but... air come in to the musty but car you're liable to roll that window down anytime though like you know what i mean mm-hmm. you're kind of a wild card you, you well, could have had I... that down in minus 40 for all i know no, I, I i definitely would not That'd be I'm not saying you you did. I'm just saying you're. If you told me you had your windows down, I'd go, yeah. Sounds yeah. right. Sounds like how you roll. Sounds like how you do things, man. Mm-hmm. How hot is it? It's not too bad. It's a big. It's a big jump uh, from last week. Yeah. Pretty sloppy out there. Some have said. It is. It's a real mess. Hot Pretty mess. Tea sloppy. Were, were, were you able to navigate the the snow drifts? Did you ever get stuck? Any close calls? Uh no, I for the most part I was okay. I drive pretty um conservatively. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Sometimes though, I think there is a need for speed. I Make need sure you to, don't get to get through so, the so, bank, so you don't get stuck in that yeah. butter. There were there were a couple times um after the big dump uh in the residential because they don't plow the residentials right. Well, they did plow one residential in our neighborhood, but then it it blocked all the driveways and cars couldn't get out of the driveways. Did you hear about this? Did you see this? I, I, I have heard that there's some controversy about uh, Creepsville snow removal this this year. They changed they changed things up, and then you... uh, we, we got. Uh, <laughs> I believe that there's some like mm, patronizing too strong of a word, but messaging mm. from the city being like, "Well, actually, mm-hmm. <laughs> if you shovel this way, it would be fine." <laughs> and you're like, "What are you talking about? <laughs> That's not." Yeah. No, I I drove around this neighborhood where people were complaining a lot, and I did see it didn't affect me, but like on the boulevard there, there was like, there was like t- two three foot banks blocking people's driveways, and it was just a solid strip going the entire way through. So like, uh, I think people were probably justified in, in what they tro- were saying. Yeah, well, well, is this uh, also the first year of the the snow route existing? Now yeah, people just get, they're getting a taste of what being on a snow route means. Uh huh. I mean, I think that's what it is. But uh, do you remember I, that tweet I sent you like three weeks ago that Creepsville tweeted out where they're like, they're like, you wanted more snowplows? We got more snowplows. And that was before we had had a single centimeter of snow all year. Mm-hmm. And then we did, and then we got three feet of snow in 20 hours. And then they're like, well, the plows are, <laughs> they're working overtime. <laughs> 
you you wish we could keep up with the plows and we're like yeah that'd be great it'd be swell that, that'd be great mm-hmm. anyways anyways but now, hey, uh, how much things are looking up yeah things are looking up for you and for me and bobby mcgee remember that song yep hey do you remember walk like an egyptian i do yeah do you like that song uh it, it it kind of falls into the um uh was it enigma the enigma genre like edward enigma edward enigma yeah do you know him you're very fond of puzzles oh interesting R- riddles what about riddles potentially yeah. yep that too interesting. And then he gets wrong wrongfully fired from his job he felt and then mm-hmm. uh he gets revenge but he well surely he won't do anything in retribution though mm-hmm. Maybe uh, remember Zero Year. I do remember Zero Year. Do you remember uh, Scott Snyder's uh, Zero Year Batman storyline? Sleeveless Batman with a uh, crossbow and fighting. <laughs> um, uh, how how was Riddler portrayed in that? Like I know it was like war, like uh, Gotham was a, a war zone or something, and it was all flooded, kind of like in the Batman. Like the Batman. You know what I mean. Although that Batman wasn't sleeveless, so no, maybe they didn't read Zero Year. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's right. Did it's you read that book? I, I did, uh, but oh, I was good. I was going to ask you if when you were reading it, were you listening to uh, the Bengals? So, so I could walk like an Egyptian. Yeah, I I fail. I don't know the relevance. I don't know. <laughs> we brought up both things just now. Okay, okay. No, I don't yeah. listen to music when I read comic books. I like to sit in silence. Okay. I just like to, I, I just like to take it all and mm-hmm. hear the sounds of the pages rubbing hear, against hear, my fingies. Hear yourself reading out loud. <laughs> have you ever read a comic book with chopsticks so you don't have to touch the uh, the uh, inky pages? I sure hope I never do. Yeah. I have something that might blow your mind, something, uh, a way that I was eating food recently. Oh, fuck. Should I put this in foods and snacks? No. Go ahead. Go ahead. Continue your uh, your breakdown. Uh, I mean, I'm doing quite well. I'm doing quite well. Let's see if you can figure out this. what this is. Praying at the edge. I'm going to say, come at me. That's what kids say, right? Well, I mean, it looks like chopsticks. Um, you're and? doing peanuts. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're, I think that's your crotch. Oh well, Jerry, you don't want a lawsuit on your hands, do you? I, I, uh, are you saying something about D's nuts? Uh, I wasn't are, actually are, saying are, that. Are, are, those, are those your pajama pants? Uh, those uh, those are my pajama pants. Do you like the um, the patterning? Uh, yeah, I mean that's that's stock. That's yep. pretty standard. Uh, I have more than one set, but that was yeah. the ones I was wearing at the time. Uh, what I'm looking for is like incriminating things that you didn't crop out of the photo. Oh. Trust me, I took care of that. Well, so what you're saying is that there was intent. I I uh, actually suffer blackouts, so I cannot recall. <laughs> I see. I you sound recall. like you, sounds like you've got a promising career in politics. I can't recall that either. Let's no. let's just say we'll see what happens. So what am I looking at here? Like what I was eating look- peanuts with chopsticks. Yeah, I mean that sounds like more of the same. Some people would say, I didn't know you could eat peanuts with chopsticks. And I would say, no. 
You yeah, imagine. Friend. Imagine at this point, your chopstick game must be uh, pretty. Uh, it's pretty, pretty incredible. Well, I'm eating fucking peanuts with chopsticks, Jared. Have you ever oh. met anyone who's done that before? Oh, well, how, how small can you go? Well, that's uh, that's between when me you, and my my doctor. You, are you are you going to start picking up those grains of sand? Uh, well, I mean, I can pick up individual rice. Is that <laughs> impressive? I mean, you gotta go, gotta go smaller. Than individual rices? Mm-hmm. Yeah, dry rice or wet rice, cooked rice. I don't like to. I don't like to um separate the two. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Um. Anyways, I also dabbled with eating the peanuts with a spoon, and that kind of worked too. Have you ever you... thought of just like emptying the peanuts into your mouth, kind of yeah, like, Gar- I... like like how like how Garfield does uh, goes down with a lasagna. <laughs> Just, I um, just, you flip the tray at your gullet. I do have a uh, an update for you, actually. Um, when a I got to the, update, no, not a, a peanut update. When I when I did get to the bottom of the bowl, I was um dumping the peanuts directly into my mouth. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, so I uh, I've been trying a lot of things. Oh shit! I see you got into the sp- the spoon business. Yeah, I did, I I tried. One was good because it was it was the shoveling because like you know when you eat peanuts you want like an entire mouthful of peanuts you don't just want like two oh, peanuts man so you wanna... when you're when you're going to the bulk bin at a grocery store you, yeah. you're fishing around you got your chopsticks with you no it's only for home I'll okay. touch stuff and I'll touch stuff out in in the world but when I'm at home and I'm sitting on my couch and I got a kitty on me I don't want to get up. And I don't want to have to get up and wash the Dorito dust where, where, off of where, my hands. Where do you keep your uh, sticks? Uh, they're in the drawer upstairs. And when I come downstairs to sit on the couch, I bring the sticks with me with where? my snack. I okay. always put the, I always put the snacks back in the pantry. They're well, in the utensil drawer. What I'm asking though is like, do you have like a little like a sleeve, a little particular oh, uh, pocket or a, a container for the, it's, the sticks? It's kind of like you know how chefs have that yeah. uh, sleeve on the outside where they yeah. can put the spoon on oh, the outside they, of they, their or they, sleeve. They, they, they can like roll roll up a pack of cigarette, uh, roll up your oh, sleeve, put a pack of cigarettes in there. Interesting. Or interesting. Keep, keep it behind your ears. Oh, you just, interesting. You just pop them up. Yeah, yeah, grow your hair out a little bit. Maybe you could pop them in there. My hair was really, really long like a week ago, and Andy made me get a haircut. She yeah, said it was, get, it was getting unkempt. Yeah. And I said, you want another bonk? Um, I, I didn't actually say that. But, uh, <laughs> my, you know, don't tell the boys how to cut their hair. Teach the girls not to stare. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But did he really know what I mean? Do you remember in uh, the episode of Star Trek, Miri, uh, the one where Kirk's real creepy with the... Uh... The twelve-year-old girl. I don't recall. It's the whole, it's the whole planet of uh, like children, mm-hmm. but eventually they, they they all stay they they age very slowly, and then they become grumps. Rumps. Um, gr- gr- grow ups. Grumps. Oh, I see. Grump, grumps. And I see. Um, yeah, there's like the one real annoying kid. I don't know if he's named Johnny or something like that, but he he has a whole thing where he's going bunk, 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 bunk. Yeah, not bunk. I, I guess it's better bunk. than saying spunk. But it's, wow, yeah, but they're saying bunk people in the head. It's terrible bunking oh, people. Oh, a little, bunk, a, a good old fashioned bunking. Yeah, like a bunk. Is that what thing, you're saying? Supposed to a bonk. I'm okay with a bonk, also. Okay. Yeah. I mean, honestly, as long as as long as you feel good about who you are, you can kind of do whatever you want. No. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting statement you just made. 
I didn't say anything illegal. I didn't say anything illegal. Hey, what do you know about ostriches? Ostriches? Don't they have like giant yeah. eggs? Ostriches do have giant eggs. Wait, don't Google don't Google ostrich yet. Okay. Because I, other... I want to get I want to get your genuine um answer can on I... this. Okay. Okay. Um, well, isn't there the whole thing about the they they can hide they hide their heads in the sand the, mm-hmm. the old the old the old chestnut. Uh, they got real sharp claws that. and super strength in their legs, and the people yep. say they could disembowel you. Yep. Yep. Okay. Okay. Good. Uh, so what else? What else you got for me? Okay. Well, I went down kind of a. Uh... Are you talking about chocobos? I'm not talking. I'm not <laughs> talking they, about do, chocobos. Do, do they, they do, smell like? Do, do they smell like chocobos? Did you look up what they smell? I didn't click that one. I I did, I, I did not. Like? No, I just I just know I I just noticed that on Discord. You shared something What's about Discord? chocobos. Why? Strange that you would ask that, but uh, I can tell you if you like. Yeah. It is one of the fastest growing social media platforms in the world today. Oh, that's incredible. And are we yeah. on it? We're on it. Oh, wow. <laughs> and how does one get on it? Well, you join us on Patreon, RJ. You, oh, okay. you, you, you haven't even joined us on Patreon. That's like... How special uh, it really is. My Patreon is um, donating uh, anywhere of upwards six hours of time a week yeah. on the podcast yeah. for recording and watching. But also, uh, I tried to give away a DVD once, and I got returned to sender twice on it. So yeah. I tried. That's and my dis- some, or Someone else just took a free movie and never posted about it. Yeah, the one that was actually worthwhile, hey? Yeah. It's unfortunate. What were you talking about? Oh, yeah, Discord. We're there. You can pay money to be there also. Yeah, jump on Patreon. You'll get a. I'll give you a link. Just ask, and then yeah. uh, you'll be, you'll be good. And you can join us for discussions. You can see RJ's crotch with nuts and chopsticks. Oh um, yes, interesting. You, you can hear. You can read about um, uh, the cheese left at the bottom of the uh, the oven that you should be cleaning. Yeah, people may make you feel bad about that. Yep. Uh, you'll that see a, a a real. Uh, absence of sports talk because I think Sugarhead's not with us anymore. Yeah, Sugarhead and Sam Sanchez, the two sports heads. Yeah. Yeah, the two sports heads. Uh, will they come back? Nobody knows. Probably not. Hey, what's, uh, t- what's the fuck is Pal World? Uh, it's this... Um, what the fuck is it? Why do I keep this, hearing about it? It's this, like, Pokemon-type game, but it, it also has, like... Um, like you oh, can no. get guns and you can like just kill the Pokemon if you want. Oh, um, and that's wow. why. Was... Oh wow, that's edgy. Yeah, but uh, I uh, actually Dunky made a video on it and uh, I watched it and you know classic Dunky. Uh, Who? Dunky. Do you know about Dunky? No. Okay. Well, anyways, he's a video game guy and uh, he had a, a, a he had an eight minute video and about six minutes of it, of it was him showing uh, the farming of resources and how that is what the game is. He's like. Just hitting rocks and stuff. You should check it out. It's good. It's funny. You'd like it. Would I, you though? You would... Um, I don't know if you would like it. You, Jared Duncan. But uh, it is good. Um, I feel like this is like a poll question. And it also would say, would Jared, would Jared, like, would Jared like it? No. Would Jared like it? And okay. it's yes or no. We'll see. We'll find out. We got... Uh, we got hours before uh, we'll be finished recording just hours hours you say well that's not what i signed up for but uh no it's power world it's just it's knockoff pokemon with guns is how i would describe it 
So knock off Pokemon with guns. And you can take that information however you want. It doesn't look good. I, I don't think it would be uh, fun to play at all. So anyways. <laughs> okay. Uh, what were we talking about? Oh yeah, ostriches. Okay, so I went I went into this big ostrich rip uh, lately, because um, I was just like, hmm. You're thinking about yeah, starting you... a farm? No, no, I was just curious about the ostrich because uh, I the uh, the homely ostrich. I was just like, I wonder what the deal with these guys is. So, uh, how big do you think ostriches can get? Uh, height and weight, because I personally was surprised by the by the statistic height and weight what do you think an ostrich is i mean i guess like the the mental image i would have uh, without looking of, yeah. of total ignorance is they're, they're of course they're, they're very tall yeah and big like they're they're like like the question is like how heavy does an ostrich get they're birds but they're mm-hmm. flightless they, though they have wings and uh, they actually yeah, fly like they, the they, chicken they can, they can, like the yeah. chicken yeah they can kind of like float they can kind of like, but they're not flying away. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> they could, they might leap and like, fuh, 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 fuh. so I don't know. Yep. But again, this is like, am I imagining things? Am I imagining like big, strong, horrifying yep. bird legs? Yeah, and uh, they're flightless birds. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Um. So I mean, I don't know. I don't know what's a good weight. Uh, recently, RJ, I found myself at a, a veterinarian, um, uh, and I was mm. observing uh, doggos, uh, walking yes. up on scales. And you'd see like one dog, one of these like I don't know, titty bear looking poodles, mm-hmm. uh, walk up on a scale, and it's like twenty five pounds. And I go, oh yeah. man, it's like not as much as I thought that dog would be, because twenty five mm-hmm. pounds isn't that big, and the dog seemed quite large. Mm-hmm. And then you get this like very old uh, lab dog, little Labrador, mm-hmm. and it's like it's struggling, <laughs> it's getting mm-hmm. up in here. Is it where they're they're in that hog dog phase? Uh, the white they, face, the sorry. Hog dog. Oh, they, okay. they start resembling a hog more so than a dog. Okay, they're, interesting. They're, the, the, the canine features are slipping away. It's okay. very, they're still very cute, but it's like, oh, look at this little porcine dog <laughs> making his way in the world today. Uh, and then you're like, he, he, that dog gets up on the scale, and you're like, ooh, thirty-five pounds. That dog's mm-hmm. got that other one beat by ten, and is way shorter. That dog's uh, got that weight. Is that what you that, were gonna say? Yeah, he 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 likes his he likes his uh, chow. Oh, well loved, well loved. Well loved I mean, I, I've maybe, been known maybe, to chow down myself. Maybe, maybe needs to go for more walks. I don't know. Who am I to say? Who am I okay. to judge? But anyway, so I don't know. But no ostrich. Um, just just a guess. You already said you think they're big, but just a guess. Uh, weight and height. What do you think? Uh Okay, let's go six feet tall just for fun, okay. and uh, we'll we'll go like like bears are like pretty heavy, and cougars are really heavy, but they're like beefy. They're not birds. They, they I don't know. Do ostriches have hollow bones? Uh, I think that's only for birds that fly. I'm, but I, I could be wrong. But this this is the question. It's like, do, is it just because uh, they're uh, flightless they're, they're flightless that their bones have gotten denser so they're heavier for that reason it's very hard to say very yeah. hard to say. okay so yeah. you said six feet and then you i'm gonna throw it six feet tall okay. the size of a man okay. a tall man uh and i don't hundred pounds hundred pounds <laughs> six six feet hundred pounds okay sure 
Yep. Yeah, no, that's fine. That's fine. You're you're definitely entitled to uh, an opinion like that. Uh, the reason I was asking was because I was like, I wonder, the other day I was just thinking, I was like, I wonder how, how big an ostrich is. Okay. So I uh, I googled it. Do you want me to give you a? Yeah. Do you want me well, to? Like, no, I don't. To go higher don't, or lower, or do you want me to just tell you? Uh, just don't tell me at all, and we'll move on. Oh, interesting. <laughs> what okay. a, what what a twist! No, go ahead. That, just tell that me. is a twist. Just, just, just tell, tell me. The common ostrich. Uh, adult... See what what, is, what does that mean? A common ostrich? I don't know. I just kept seeing that on how they describe them themselves. They said okay. the common ostrich, uh, the adult male have been known to get anywhere from up to 300 pounds. Okay, sure. Nine feet tall. Holy shit, they're dinosaurs. Uh, yeah, okay. okay. Okay, right now, they are dinosaurs. Google ostrich foot. You have to see yeah. this right now. I, mean, I want your I know live reaction see, to this. Google the ostrich foot. foot using uh, Google. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're chocobos. That's pretty gnarly, hey? I mean, I I knew they were big, but I mean, I don't know if I ever I've seen one like at the zoo or something. I I don't remember. But yeah, yeah, they're nine yeah. foot, three hundred pounds. That fucker would kill everyone in Creepsville. Everyone, no one, one would be alive. One, one, one gets out. What's the other like ostrich like bird? Is it emus? Yeah. See, we have we have emus, emus are around six here. Feet tall. Okay, yeah. there we go. That's what I'm thinking of. Maybe more. Is there's the there's ostriches here too. You, they're just less common, but yeah, we have some yeah. emu farms, and there, there's they, a couple ostrich farms. Are they? But you see, now it's confusing because you just said common, and you're talking well, about common no, ostriches. That's what, are they? The ostrich is called the common ostrich. What about is there like a lesser ostrich? Uh, well, actually, I think what it is is there was an even bigger bird in like archaeological history and I, I i can't remember i think it's something it's something like the mega bird okay. so yeah, like n- n- now that so I'm now like, we have the common ostrich now, now that i'm looking at an ostrich i'm like yeah i think it's, I think it's got a big uh big gut like it's got a lot of mass to it the turkey it's, a turkey it's, on man it's a it's a gigantic turkey on man legs it's an absolute if, if man monster. if man was a dinosaur hybrid creature Yes. Oh yeah. Look at those miserable things. Yeah, I remember seeing videos of people of like ostrich farms, and you're like, that person, like that bird's trying to tear your face off, and they're like, no, mm-hmm. oh, get stop, stop that, Susie, the ostrich, Susie Q, <laughs> and you're grabbing their beak, and you're like, that thing could just take your fingers off. It would take more than your fingers, pal. Take your oh. whole life. Take it. Yeah, you're taking your life in your own hands. Uh, partying your, with Susie the ostrich. Your whole life and your. Uh your soul they can also run like 30 miles an hour so they're the yeah. fastest uh land bird okay okay so anyways i just uh like i said so, so my I guess was, was like I was, I was i was i was under height but i knew they were big but i was definitely underweight oh yeah 300 pounds yeah Get i mean i guess because i was trying to imagine like how it's weird sometimes you hear about like how much does a bear weigh look mm-hmm. at this you see what the one i just sent you you see that picture oh i i'm seeing it yeah, I'm you're seeing it. it. Can you can you believe that? Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know if I can. I'm looking okay. up a good gif of an ostrich here to send uh, you. I got you. I got you one. How about uh, a black bear? How much does a black bear weigh, RJ? Uh, well, the black go, bears. Let's go with the male. Male adult. Okay, male adult black bear. Black bears are a little bit See, smaller. And, and 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 this is where you get fucked up because I know gonna... some species. It's like the females are larger. Yes. So this yeah, is. It... In a gotta, lot of species, the females gotta, are larger. You gotta entertain that one. Okay, uh, I know a little bit about bears. Um, I know black bears. 
are one of the uh, Americanus ursus, the black bear. I know it is one of the smaller of the bears. I'm going to say 600 pounds, and I'm going to say standing eight feet is my guess. Standing height eight feet. Okay, so what do we got here? Because uh, you're talking like an American. Um, Americanus ursus. Ursus Americanus. That's black bear. Ursus. 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 Uh, oh, yeah, I'm not using length... metric. What are you going to say, like six meters? Get out Okay, of here. so apparently uh, an adult black bear mm-hmm. can be between 59 and 300 kilograms. I don't know That's... kilograms. What is that in pounds? I'll tell you. I got to do the conversions, too, because... Yeah. Uh, and 600, kind of... 660. That's like the max size. So you were, right on. You, you were, you were, yeah, that's, you're in the ballpark. I mean, I think that's like a gigantic black bear. I don't, yeah. I think they're probably somewhere in between. So they're, they're smaller that's than that. That's a big that. black bear. Yeah. That'd be, yeah, a... that, real big. Yeah. Project. They are, real they big. are smaller bears. They're, they're, they are a smaller bear. Yeah. Yeah. 600 pounds. Those, I was close. What about those brown bears? Brown bears, I think are, um. Brown bears are pretty similar to black bears in size, aren't they? Like, we're not oh. talking about Kodiaks and grizzlies and stuff like that. Those are big, heavy boys. Well, grizzly, uh, so this is according to uh, Britannica. They've oh, got yeah. a peg between 300 and 550 pounds. So I'm not sure what they're talking about, no fucking black bear being 660 pounds. They got a grizzly at 3 to 5? Yeah. That seems um, short-changing them. Yeah. So, but another source, the National Wildlife Federation says uh, grizzly bears weigh upward of 700 pounds. Yeah, I, I believe them. Britannica the males, is not bad. The, the males are heavier than the females. I was going to mention that. So, mm. bears, uh, the, the males are bigger. It's not always the case. It's not, not always the case. Yeah. Facts. Yeah. Well, folks, that's you've been listening to uh, Bear Talk, Ostrich Talk, wild, uh, Wildlife Creeping, Critter Corner, Critter Corner. Jared and RJ. So we'll we'll, we'll join us next week uh, when we talk about, I don't know, llamas. Oh, shit. I can, no problem. Llama. 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 Alpacas, llamas. Oh, man. We're going to take a trip to Chile, hang out with the llamas. Can you tell me about uh, free DLC, including playable jokers, though? Oh, man. That looks bad. That game is like. That's a cursed game because uh, they, they announced it like two years ago and it, it was supposed to come out like last year and then they delayed it and then uh, they had early reviews and all the early reviews were like, this sucks and it's still not out yet. So uh, that game is going to tank real bad. How bad does that Joker look though? I don't know. It means Joker, so it's sick inherently. So. Oh, I see. Hey, RJ. Yeah. Did you, ha- did you happen to uh, check out the... 22 best-selling books of all time list i, uh, I did what is the what, first what's your book on what uh, is, it's like a what is the zin zinhao zidian it's like a chinese alphabet book or something like that so okay. that's why it's that's some real juke in the stats yeah I I yeah i don't know that's okay. that's my understanding I was, I was curious about that too because i went what's this um and it's like okay uh but yeah how, what's your what's your count how many of those have you of read? how many I've read? Yeah. All, like, uh, in their entirety. I know you're a pothead. Yes. Yeah. So, but in, have, you, have you read all seven? Uh, yes, I have. I've read. And I, wow. I own all read of the, the pothead books. 
So um, all seven are on here. So seven. Let me count them out live to you. Uh, I have done one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. I have twelve okay. of twenty-two. If you want to, so yeah, that I was, yeah, that the uh, Zinhao Zidian. It's a yeah. it's a Chinese language dictionary. Oh. It sounds like a Star Trek Enterprise villain. The Zidian. Cool. The Zidian. The Zidians. Well, the Zidians so, are coming up. Sorry. Yeah. I, but, yeah. Okay. So that's number one. I don't know where the English dictionary would measure up. What about the, the King James Bible? That's not on here? No. No Bibles. That, that surely has to be one of the top ten. I don't, I, don't know, I don't know why it's number one per se, but maybe they just know the number. So they can say it's this much. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I've read a little bit of Don Quixote. But I've never read the whole thing. It's a big. It's a big tome. I've but read a little bit of Tale of Two Cities, but I've never read the whole thing. See, so it doesn't count. Uh, Lord I'm, of the I, Rings. I, I didn't I've, count it. I didn't yeah, count it. But Lord of the Rings, I've never finished. Uh, I, I tap out during Two Towers. That book's uh, mm-hmm. a real slog. Mm-hmm. That those books are not so great. I've never read The Little Prince. Neither have I. I know there's an animated film from Canadian filmmakers. That's cool. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I mean, I've watched those Harry Potter movies. Mm-hmm. Don't need to read them. <laughs> and, and how about uh, and then there were none by Agatha Christie, aka Ten Little Indians, aka another title I won't say. Say it. Nope. I don't know what it is. No, nope. never heard of it. You, you go ahead and uh, Google search that one for yourself. I know there's like, and you'll and you'll go yeah go look at the Wikipedia page and you'll go oh. That sold 100 million copies. Read it in school, though. Mm-hmm. And I, I didn't recognize the title. It's, and then I went, oh, wait a minute. I've read this. Dream uh, of the Red Chamber. Who, who even knows what that is? I bet you it is Chinese. Yep. Mm. Aren't they all, though? Aren't they all? And, yeah, I mean, you got that. I've read that Hobbit. Yep. Think, I... think and grow rich. That's lame. That's lame. Rich by Napoleon Hill. That's it's it's one of those um scam books. It is self-help, a scam book. Self help wealth book. Oh yeah, it's uh Andrew Carnegie or uh, inspired mm-hmm. business people. How to how many Narnia friends. books have you have you read though? Is the big question. <laughs> None. I I've read two. Ne- never. I I've done Lion and I've done The Magician's Nephew. And I read that in school, I believe, when I was in school. Yeah. Prequel. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You read that Da Vinci Code? I sure did. <clears throat> in high school, just like everybody else. Not me. Well, I read it in high school, just like everybody yeah. else. Well, what about Lolita? Did you read that also in high I, school? I am. I'm a uh, proud uh, to say that I have never read Lolita, and I. Uh, I don't plan to. Okay. You know what I mean? I know J- Jarrett's a big The Alchemist guy. Nope. Big The Alchemist guy. Never, Loves Machiavelli. Never read it. Mm-hmm. Big Alchemist guy. All the Harry Potters. And then... Uh, Town. Yeah. Catcher I did read, but as an adult, not as a, a teenager, which I believe is the appropriate time to read that book. Oh. And uh, Ben Hur seen the movie me too i've seen the simpsons take on that 
which is also good. There we go. See, people are getting it. Mm -hmm. We're seeing, would Jared like it? <laughs> Safe bet is usually no. You're right, Chris Chaney. Mm -hmm. Right. Oh, Lon Chaney Jr.? Yep. Uh, okay, he, cool. he he was also mentioning, though, bringing up uh, Baby? Told, uh, this Narnia business, which brought us on oh, to the books. And then, RJ, mm -hmm. uh, we, we, we can get, I don't know if we want to talk about news later, but talking about Oscar nominations. I mean, we can talk about it after, I guess. Okay. We'll do that. I don't like the Oscars. I've mentioned before. I think. Oh, you love them. Every year, I get less and less interested in in those. Yeah, yeah. they they say the same about you too. I the I hope they do. Yeah. I hope they do. I don't want them coming at me. No way. They don't come at you at all. Exactly. I don't want them to. Yeah. So I got that going for me. Good. I'm glad someone's got something <laughs> going on with them. Um. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Mm -hmm. Glad to hear it. Uh, nice. We got an e we got an email, but I think we can save it for another week. That's email? We talk oh, about. It, when are we supposed to do emails? The first? Or uh, the... Uh, it'll be the first Wednesday, so that's, that's not even that's next the... week. It's two oh, weeks two from weeks. now. Yeah. Uh, damn January, you know what I mean? He's thirty-one. Oh, day, you know what? Uh, this might, I don't know. Maybe we'll read it now because it seems urgent. There's only okay. one. Okay. Uh, it's from uh, Keegan. Keegan Day. Michael Key. No. Oh, okay. Uh, hey, Jizz and Riz. It's been a while. Uh, what? I went, uh. Oh, if he went, hmm. Uh, I I'm, did not. I'm emailing for some information that I could uh, just as easily Google. Well, we got to we gotta undercut big Google here. Mm. I recently got a 4K TV. What kind of movie should I be trying to watch that uh, benefit from this higher quality? Even Are there any movies you think don't benefit from it or maybe even hinder the experience? Extra question for the true crime boy, RJ. Who is mm. your favorite serial killer sent oh. from my 4K TV? What do you mean by favorite? Who's your favorite serial killer, RJ? Who are you getting tattooed on your neck? The one I identify most with yeah. or the one yeah. that I think is just the coolest? I mean, however you want to uh, interpret that. Um, my interpretation is he's asking you who are you who are you getting tattooed on your body. I think the only safe answer is Dexter because he killed um bad people. Well, he's he did frame it as true crime. Well, so they, it's they, they should Dexter's be true because it, it's a TV show that people watch. That's that. Yeah, it, it is a TV show that people have watched. I got you, know you got I mean? me, you got you got me there. I got you there, pal. I got you there. Um. I don't know. I can't rank a serial killer. That's crazy. <laughs> really? Okay. I get it. Who's your favorite ser serial killer? <laughs> I'm kidding. Fundy? Like... Fun, more like Fundy. I know. Uh, what about uh, you got John Wayne Gacy? Gacy? He's, yeah, he seemed like a lot of fun. People are really the, into the Kemp uh, Kempner now. Oh, yeah. Everyone loves Big Ed. Everyone loves Kemper. That's yeah. a good, that, there you go. People are really into that dude lately. I don't know why. Sick. You're all yeah. sick. You're sick of all of you. Yeah. I know why. Well, I mean, disgusting. if we're, we live in Canada, so you might have to go with, uh, was it Picton? Just because he's <laughs> Canadian. The, the pig farmer? The pig farmer. Yeah. You could go uh, Bernardo Homolka. There's another. Uh, Who's that? Duo. Huh? Who's Bernardo Homolka? Bernardo and Homolka. I don't know those guys. Uh, you should look them up. 
they're they're good times. Is there a true crime doc on uh, it? Uh, the, uh, there is, I think. But yeah, or I mean, let's see which one. I pause it there. It's got to be yeah. at this point. Oh yeah, they're uh maybe they're they're uh, a little before your time or when you weren't paying attention. But maybe you recognize. I, I don't that. know them. You you probably would recognize Carla Homolka. Uh, she's what uh, did they do? I guess is what I'm. Killed women, like her. Who like, hasn't? Okay, Mr. Bonk. Uh, I mean, the serial in, killers. Yeah. Oh, it's not just killing them either. Real, real unpleasant human beings. Usually, they're, they're they are. the fa- they're, they are the fodder though of uh, like Canadian like tabloids. Oh, they, I see. They, yeah, yeah. They 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 get a lot out of it. Actually, they uh, there was some talk about uh, with with the one in jail still, uh, Bernardo. He was going to get. Like transfer to a lesser security place, like letting his life in prison for raping and torturing, killing women, uh, make it a little easier for him. You know, he needs and a break. There was some like there, and the government's helpless to stop it. And whether or not oh, they yes. knew this was happening, or yeah, that kind of nonsense. That was like just a I couple years ago. Yeah, I get it. Bad folk. So anyway, RJ. Now that we've talked about your favorite people, serial killers, uh, what mm-hmm. you been creeping on? You've been watching any true crime? I did watch stuff? a I did watch a, a true crime this week, a, a oh, brand new you, one. Oh, do you watch Oppenheimer? That's a true uh, crime story. That is true crime as well. I did watch Oppenheimer, which I'll only talk about lightly because uh, you haven't seen it yet. But this is true. I I did watch a, a true crime doc uh, that oh. just got dropped on Netflix called American Nightmare. American you, Nightmare. This one's very what? very recent. What a what a terrible title. Yeah, I mean, I think they're making a comment on the um, the judicial system and men what? in general. What? Wow. Or the not the judicial, the uh, the police system. Because judicial oh, would mean whoa. the courts, right? Uh huh. Okay, so like, I I don't know. This one was this one was uh, I think Netflix. What they're trying to do with true crime now is they're trying to find the most shocking thing possible, like uh. That one, like the girl in the picture, uh, and that that guy made another one that I think you even watched one or two of those where it's like, like just very like when you uh, one was the girl in the picture, and then there was the other one where the guy who was like he seduced both the the father and the mother, and then kidnapped the daughter. That one was also like a really bizarre one. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, where it was like the guy was like, yeah, he he uh, he told me to masturbate him in the car, and I did because I thought he liked me, and you're just like, what? Uh, abducted in plain sight or something was what okay. that one was called. Yes, but anyways, yeah. I think they're just trying to find the craziest shit they can. This was a couple of years ago, and uh, there is this guy, and it starts, and he calls in. He's like, uh, my girlfriend was kidnapped. Um, and they're like, okay, when did this happen? He's like, last night. And they're like, why didn't you call us? And he's like, well, because they told me not to. And then they bring him in, and he's like, yeah, it was like men, and they were in like wetsuits, and they put goggles <laughs> on me. And then they put, like, headphones on me that had, like, calming music and stuff like that. And then they made me drink something that made me pass out. And then I woke up, and there was a camera, and they said, we want money. And my girlfriend was gone. Uh, and then and he's like, so I, I, he's like, I don't know what to do, so I came here. And then it shows the cops, and the cops are like, yeah, we don't buy it. We're pretty sure you killed her. We're pretty sure you drug her dead, lifeless body out of that house. And uh, we want you to stop lying to us and just tell us the truth. And he's like, um, he's like, no, I'm really serious. I was like, a man in a wetsuit came into my house and knocked me out. And they're like, yeah, we don't buy it. Uh, and then a day later, the girl uh, sends in a message. And it's like, I was really kidnapped. It really happened. I am being held hostage. And the police are like, 
we don't buy that either. We think we think you two are in this together for publicity. And the guy's like, I'm not. And then the girl shows up and then they like question her and they're like, uh, they like just don't believe her. And then the police have a press conference and they're like, these two people are full of shit. They just did it for like uh, the publicity. But Jarrett, uh -huh. they were in fact not full of shit. And this man, does, he's like, he sends emails to like newspapers and the police. He's like, he's like, you guys should believe this lady. I really did kidnap her. And, I'll, and he's like, and I'll do it again. And then he does, <laughs> it, does it again. And the police are still like, nah, something's off here. This can't be right. Uh, so that that's what this one is about. And it, it's just like, it keeps going back and forth. But this one is bizarre because um, the guy who's doing it is like, uh, he shows like remorse and like empathy. And you're just kind of like, weird. He's like a kidnap rapist kind of guy. Oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> what, a, what a combo. But like, it, it is strange though, because he shows like actual like <laughs> empathy for people. And like, he, he stands up for like the people, the ladies he raped. Like his, he calls his in and he's victims. like, you guys his victims yeah he because nobody believes him and there's like public press conferences where they're like this lady's fucking full of shit and then he calls the paper he's like no i really kidnapped that lady and he's like she's telling the truth and they're like ah this guy's probably in on it too well i mean it does sound it's it's fairly deranged and it, it, it is but that's that like the guy's story is so so bizarre it's like it would be weirder if he did make that up it's like men in wetsuits enter your room and they had like a strobing flashlight yeah, on them and they're like, listen to this audio yeah. tape. Yeah, you know, it'd be, it'd be cool <laughs> if, if he didn't, uh, you know, rape people. Yes, that'd I be, agree. That'd be I pretty agree. cool too, I think. Yeah. Hey, uh, here's a review uh, from someone recently uh, regarding this uh, documentary. Bad name, good doc. I agree. American Nightmare. I'm sorry. Why would you name it that? There, it has to be. I think it's, like, it's a uh, comment over... on the police. But there, no, it's stupid. Like, it's a terrible title because uh, how many American Nightmare titled things do you think there are? Many. Many. So you're like, many. yeah, let's, what a good title. Like, I don't want things to be confused with American Nightmare becoming Cody Rhodes. Oh, no. From 2023. Son of Gold Dust? Mm -hmm. Uh, brother of Gold Dust. What are you talking about? He's the son I, of a plumber. I thought Dusty Rhodes. Dusty. They're brothers. What are they like? Twenty years apart. Yes. Oh. Okay. Yeah. I yeah, thought but, that was his yeah. son. No, they're 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 the they're the sons of Dusty. Interesting, baby. Interesting. My okay. God. Well, I don't. My God! No wrestling stuff. Come on. Oh, are you just, are you are you pumped that wrestling's coming to Netflix? I just found that out uh, like an hour ago. I think is the I WWE saw. Network not doing so hot? I think that they uh, shift the cost of doing it onto Netflix. I think it and makes make, total and, sense, and they make more money. They're, yeah, they they don't they, they don't need the money that they get from like networks anymore. Like they're so yeah. like there's no stopping it yeah. there i mean unless like some real blunders happen and wrestling becomes like unpopular overnight mm -hmm. uh they, they can't fail now like yeah. it's it's absurd actually yeah. i think it's a good call it, it was kind of like yeah. well i mean to me it's weird because like uh ufc which i was following at one point like up to like you know six years ago mm -hmm. and it completely dropped off i think it's like more successful than it's ever been but i don't know anyone anymore who watches it just like a, a subset of humanity that 
that have nothing to do with that are very passionate about it. And yeah. there's like the stars don't fight anymore. Like the the mm-hmm. guys that were names, it's like, oh, they're still around. Well, even if they fought once in the last eight years, that kind of stuff. And you're like, oh, great. Yeah. Well, I mean, I I but they make money. They make lots everybody of money. watched UFC like 10, 15 years ago. I watched like every pay per view event for like a year at least, yeah. and then and then you go, oh, oh well, <laughs> oh well. Kind of like when you see something called American Nightmare, you go, oh, oh well. You're you're, you're like slamming your thumb into the enter play button, like yeah, now 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 I need it in my stream. Cody Rhodes. <laughs> and I mean, I would be okay with that. That would have been fine. Uh, but yeah, the, the yeah, it's it's a very generic title. Um, the story's pretty bizarre. Yeah, it's, it, it sure sounds uh, odd. It's the the moral of the story is that um, male police are bad and they will make things up um, because it's easier than actually doing work. Like a female, I don't want to give it all away, but like a female detective like figures things out. But like, there's countless male de- uh, police officers that just they're just like you guys are full of shit. There's no scuba man out there and. Then, and they're like, scuba we swear, man. there's a scuba man out there. This, and he's... this isn't this isn't Amsterdam. It's it's not. But uh, well, they never saw that movie, or else maybe they would have believed these people. No, I imagine uh, not a lot of because uh, what what a city in America is this happening in? Uh, it's somewhere close to like um San Jose, like it's in California. Okay. Yeah. Oh, oh, the the detective's name, the real piece of shit guy. His name was Detective Mike Mustard. Or, I think it's Matt or Mustard. Matt, Matt Mustard. Yeah. <laughs> His name's like Matt Mustard, and you're just like, what? He's he's the guy who's like, he's Detective like, I know you're Mustard. Yeah, he's like, you're making it up. You killed that chick, didn't you? And he's like, I didn't. I swear. And he's like, you did. He's like, so we'll we'll just we'll just say that. And you're just like, oh god. Um. Anyways, yeah, it's a bizarre one. Bizarre. Yeah. Uh, the other true crime I watched was Oppenheimer. Oh. Uh, Andy bought me this movie. Oh, uh, so we watched on, it on, the on 4K or uh, regular? Uh, just regular. Pic- regular pixels. <laughs> just regular. Uh, well, apparently, um, and she was going to, but she said it was really hard to find. And she yeah. was looking for the last two weeks and she was like, I couldn't find it anywhere. You know what? The, uh, us, us real uh, Nolan heads, we got up there. We, we, we got up in that, pre ordered. Well, this is what Christopher Nolan was saying was that physical media is disappearing. And it was like, she, she was trying to buy it and she just couldn't. And she's like, it's nowhere to be seen. I was like, this is what he's, this is what Chris Nolan was talking about. Physical media is disappearing. I guess. I guess. Anyways, I know you're going to watch this, so I won't talk about what, uh, uh, where I rank this in the Nolan verse or anything like that. You could, you, you could, I mean, I know your inner redditor really. You've already made the list. Already, uh, I I do have a list. Uh, I don't think it's published, but um, yeah. yeah. Uh, maybe I'll, I can look that up. But uh, here's what I'll say about um, Oppenheimer. I do think Christopher Nolan. One of the things he does the best is uh, he can make somewhat mundane things um, tense and exciting, and that's what a lot of this movie is like. Um, a lot of this movie is dudes doing math, but uh, there's there feels like real urgency to it where you're just like, yeah, man, you got to you got to fucking rearrange that formula. Solve for X. Fuck. Hurry up. And you're just like, God damn. <laughs> so uh, he he's very good at that. Um, I think he does a very good job at um, making 
that those kinds of things feel urgent and exciting. Uh, what was I else was I going to say? My review of this was I was really surprised by the equestrian action in it, and I I can't emphasize that enough. There's so much horse riding in this movie, and I was just like, I was like, what's up with all this horseback riding? There's multiple scenes, like at least four scenes of horseback riding. And he's like, is hey. that was that was that just like an Oppenheimer thing that he was just really into fucking when horseback making, riding? When you're make, yeah, maybe. I mean, or when you're making a three-hour movie, you're like, gotta get more horses in here. Yeah, it's very bizarre. Uh, Chillian Murphy's really good. Um, one thing Andy said was there was too many high-profile actors in this, and it kind of took away from it. Particularly Robert Downey Jr., which I agree no. he was miscast. The, the the man who I've read multiple people say gives the performance of a lifetime. I disagree. Okay. Um, he's are you, fine. Are he's you fine. calling he's out the hype? Are you calling out the hype machine? Uh, the hype machine. I don't want. I can't speak against the are, hype machine. You, Jared, you, you, know, you, know you know. You know what the hype machine could do to you. I've. I'm well aware. Yeah. Uh, Be careful. Here, Be careful. I I'm well aware. Here here's the thing. When we were watching this, uh, Andy was like, she's like, I don't know. She's like, I get why Robert Downey Jr. wants to like do real, like serious movies and not the comic movies anymore. I was like, yeah. I was like, you know who they should have got for this was Richard Jenkins. And she was like, who? And I showed her a picture and she's like, yeah, because that's what they made Robert Downey Jr. look like was Richard Jenkins. I was like, why not just go get fucking Richard Jenkins then? If you're just going to make. We, make you know why? Like because when you say it's got, hey, it's got Richard Jenkins. And he goes, who? If you go, who? it's got Robert Downey Jr., she goes, ooh. Iron he, Man. She she uh she liked him the least. She thought uh, he detract. Uh, it's about getting butts in seats. I know. I'm aware. But, butts in seats yeah. are just a... you know, smelly ass theater seats and people's oh. butts in them. Oh, hey, I do, know. Do, do, just think of. I, I know you can't stop thinking about it all the yeah. time. Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm well aware. I'm well aware. Um, what was I gonna say? Uh. Yeah, Sometimes. some some of the the other supporting actors, some of the other ones were way better. Like Josh Hartnett is in this; he's really good. There's a guy di- guy named like David Crumholtz or something, and you you recognize him right away. You're like, oh is yeah, there, that guy. Where's is, is Orlando Bloom anywhere? He, nowhere to be seen, unfortunately. Oh wow, yeah. damn. And nor is uh, Orlando Jones. Neither of them are in this, which is too bad. That's too um, bad. Yeah. Uh, no, it um. The other supporting actors were good. Uh, this is a real... I know a lot of people have made this joke, but this is a real science nerd movie. Like, um, everyone's like, it's the, it's the, it's like the science-connected universe. And it's like, well, no, but, like, these are real people. But uh, uh, you could show this in high school, except for the, like, the ridiculous sex scenes. You'd have to take that out. But um, you get, like, Niels Bohr, which uh, is like, oh, Bohr models. Interesting. Uh, and then who else do you get? You get another like real big chemist at the time. Fuck, who was it? Uh, is Jai Courtney in the film? Jai Courtney was not in this, unfortunately. Oh, damn. Uh, but uh, you get well, Einstein's in it, which I know was part of the the, the publicity. But uh, um, Niels Bohr, and then there was one other like scientist. Um, Heisenberg was in there. And then uh, someone else too, and I was like, "Oh, I was like, old scientists, crazy." I was like, "That's fun." Um, mm-hmm. Anyways, it is it is good. Like, I do like Christopher Nolan. I always have, and uh, like I said, he makes uh, sometimes boring things very exciting, which um, 
he's very good at. Uh, it's not his best, it, it, and it is by no means his worst. I'd say this. I'd say it's it's better than Inception, but I don't think it's as good as maybe like Interstellar, Prestige kind of stuff. It's, like it's, it's, it's somewhere okay. in there. I, I got yeah. you. I got you. Yeah, and I think I'm a. Uh, I think you and me, I, or I know I am, I think you were also kind of an interstellar man as well. Whereas like, <laughs> it was like, people didn't like that movie enough. I was like, that one was very good um, yeah. in, in his oeuvre. But uh, I think you will definitely like it better than inception, but I'm not sure if you, you might have it like either on par or just below interstellar would be my guess. Okay. That's I, where I have it. Yeah. I have it right in the middle of those two. All right. Okay. Yeah. But uh, I mean, yeah, I, I, I'll watch it on my, <sighs> 4K copy of it. Well, send that over to me. I'll watch it on. I'll watch it again I'll, I'll, on 4K. My, my, maybe I'll see. That there's like even uh, horse scenes you didn't even know were horse scenes. Holy fuck! Could you imagine? That's four thousand more pixels of horses. Yeah. Four thousand more, Jared. Four thousand. Um, I, I actually I watched a lot of other movies too. But did you watch anything? I just want to know how how no. many of these I should actually talk about. No, I mean all I've been uh, doing lately is. Um... Kim and I watch a little bit of original series here and there, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, ch- chipping away. Uh, she, she was a big fan of uh, Baylock from the Corbinite oh. Maneuver. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's good stuff. Baylock. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I remember. I remember. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, I've, I've uh, finished off season one uh, of uh, Enterprise yeah. and have and five episodes into season two. So it's... we don't we don't need to do we're not a, no a, don't worry episode, folks don't but worry I, but all, all I'd be interested in do you like it highlights. any highlights any lowlights that's all I'd be interested in and then I would... I, I actually have like five more movies I just didn't want to take over Jesus. all the time wow okay I watched a lot of movies this week apparently you did so uh, Star Trek Enterprise let me just pull it up real fast uh, on the whole I mean I'm enjoying it in that it's mm-hmm. you know. It's not. It's inoffensive. It feels. It, it never feels makes like me. Trek. Yeah. It's not even like. Yeah. It feels like Star Trek. Like I mean, but it's also proximity to like the heyday of Star Trek, which, I mean, people would always mm-hmm. talk about original series, but like original series is the outlier. It is the. It feels like the most distant mm-hmm. from like the the Star Trek. The uh, the motion picture is closer, I think, to uh, next generation. Mm-hmm. In a lot of ways. And those movies are all entwined that way. So this is kind of the, the tail end of the boom of Trek. Mm-hmm. And now we're living in the new boom, which I the think is a, a whimper uh, in comparison. Yeah. Because, I don't know, I think we, were, we talked about ratings when we were doing yeah. our uh, Patreon-exclusive episodes. Uh, mm-hmm. When we were talking about like, watching the, the diminishing returns of voyager and then just seeing what was going on with enterprise but the one thing i'm noticing and i've been messaging uh some mm-hmm. of these things but other things not so much because i'm looking at like what are the top rated episodes of the uh seasons mm-hmm. and i noticed they're far and few between they're not like horribly rated for the most part but mm-hmm. i find i really uh i disagree with people about what what i like in star trek and what they like in star trek mm-hmm. because uh there's one list it was like 10 of the episodes you should watch if you want to watch any Enterprise at all. Yeah. And it's weird that they single out some of the episodes that I actually consider uh, stronger episodes in season one. Mm-hmm. And them talking about it negatively, I found very weird. Uh, yes. For instance, like there's no mention at all about the Andorian incident. 
which is that's nuts. A, it's one of the best of season one. Well, well, yeah, I mean, because it's got its combs it's and cool. Andorians are awesome. <laughs> yes, and and it's about evil Vulcans, which is so good. Yeah, You're yeah just it turns like, out, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's like the the only time Vulcans are a little a little, little sus instead of just like completely altruistic. Um, uh, and yeah, uh, as if people for, for people who aren't aware, they might not know what a Doctor Flox is, but. RJ would talk about how much he liked Dr. Flox while watching oh, yeah. Enterprise. And I was always oh, like, Flox. This, this guy? And I look at these screenshots mm-hmm. of Dr. Flox, and I was just like, this looks like shit. Like, how, this is a, I mean. It's not the best alien makeup. No. I mean, but it's it's just generic Star Trek looking makeup. And yeah. you, just, you look, and you're like, I don't know. I don't, I don't really get it. But man, what a great character. The most, I know. The, the most likable character on the show. I think by far he's so endearing. Yeah, yeah. He's just so a it's, sweet it's, it's, guy. it's 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 good that they have uh, a character that you're like, yeah, and lots of episodes. Uh, mm-hmm. This this is what's good about kind of network TV uh, Star Trek is you get lots of episodes. Every character gets an episode. Uh, some good, some bad. Mm-hmm. You, you you still always wind up with your core characters. Your you know mm-hmm. your your captain, the commander, and your Vulcan. Trips. Yeah. You're to Paul's. And, and, and you're, you're Vulcan. Um, yeah. To Paul, uh, the uh, the actor playing to Paul, she gets. It takes her a while to get going because she starts she off and she's she's terrible in the first few episodes, yeah. like because she doesn't know what a Vulcan is. She, she gets there eventually. She, she's doing a little too like sassy, sultry, and you're mm-hmm. like, no, you're supposed to be X book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And, and she cool. gets there. Calculated. Yeah. But definitely by season two, she's right in there. She's like yeah. in Vulcan mode. And so it's like, that's good. There's, but it's like not good television making. I feel like they could have, uh, yeah, got her there before they started filming. So it's they, consistent, but they could have, yeah. Can't have everything. Can't have everything. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there's, uh, the, yeah, episode seven with the Andorian stuff is good. Um, there's a few things I think I might have mentioned to you off the air last week. Mm-hmm. How, uh, or maybe it was on the the exclusive material. But oh. Archer is more like the Kirk uh, than mm-hmm. Kirk is. That he oh, he's yeah. a he's a loose cannon. But holy mm-hmm. shit, he is just George W. Bush. This guy, America. He, America. he yeah. This is some real. There's some American exceptionalism going on, pretty unquestionably too. Um. The Ferengi episode, Acquisition. Yeah. Where, where they never called them Ferengis, I don't think. It's because uh, it's like the first uh Yeah, they they encountered a race. Ferengis. But but they yeah. never they never find out their names. So yeah. it doesn't it doesn't complicate anything. Mm-hmm. Uh that episode's really good because Jeffrey Combs is also a Ferengi. And uh as mm-hmm. RJ was made, uh, electric whips. Oh yeah, they're so cool. Ferengi whips are the best. I don't know why they got rid of those. They're so but, cool. Budgetary reasons, I think. Uh, yeah. Season one of Enterprise definitely shows its limited budget at times. They yeah. do some uh, a couple bottle episodes. Mm-hmm. And you're like, one of them's like one of the best episodes of the season, I think. Is the, that the uh, one where they're uh, the on Flox, the uh, the Doctor Flox one, right? That's season two. Well, which which one are you talking about? Uh, we... Because there's there's the one the Doctor Fox pen pal one is that a bottle episode? Do you know where he's talking to his doctor buddy? No, I haven't seen that episode yet. Shit, I thought that was season one. Anyway, I thought there was a really good Doctor Fox episode in season. Okay, that episode, that episode, yeah, that's the Doctor Fox episode that I really like. That that's the one. That's the one that's got like the 
um, it's about the planet that's got the mysterious disease and whether or not to give them the cure. Right, right. I would not call that a ball episode because there's like other okay. scenes. The, the episode, uh, the, the hibernation shuttle... flocks one is. Shush. Yeah, that's the one that a lot of people don't like because it's kind of a comedy ish one, I think. No, the, the, the ball episode would be the shuttle pod one, uh, which is called shuttle right. pod one, which is the one where, um, Crips and uh, Reed are stuck on the uh, the shuttlecraft in the middle of nowhere, and they might die. Yeah. And it's just them getting drunk and waiting yeah. and hoping to be rescued. Yeah, that's a good one too because I think I've mentioned also I, I'm a Tripsman because I think Trip is. Uh, you think he's going to be this like macho like uh, like like dude, but he's not. Trip is very like um, realistic, and uh, he has he he. He he has feelings and and he's not like this weird macho guy which you you feel like he's gonna be and he's not and you're just like oh that's cool I like Trip I'm a Floxman and I'm a Tripsman those two dudes rule uh, and there's the episode with the giant uh, goo monster oh, I liked <laughs> that one too <laughs> yeah I think it was not too bad very lowly yeah. rated but I thought that was decent it's about learning how to communicate uh, with something yeah. that is completely alien. What novelty? There, there's like the one with the Vulcan um, woman who is like the diplomat. Uh, mm-hmm. Basically, she becomes a witness to like gangsters who are trying to whack her. Yeah, they, they're, 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 they're think they're gonna blow up this starship. Mm-hmm. Kind of that a whatever cool. episode, but yeah. uh, and then there's the episode where they finally get to Ryza. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a. And, isn't and there like two or three episodes in a row where they're supposed to go to Ryza and they keep getting like taken? Off course or whatever. Yeah, it's the, it's the first uh, multi-part storyline mm-hmm. that they just want to go to Ryza. Yeah, and then yeah, in season two, I'm episode five. Yes, because that's the, a night a night in sick bay. Oh no! Where, where, where Porthos is, uh, he he's gotten he's gotten sick. The episode and... that you, you watch and you go, why did they do this? And then they're like, oh, we got to do surgery on the dog in the vat. So bizarre. Man. And then and that's the one where uh, Archer has to go uh, chop wood and do some performance. Because yeah. he's offended those aliens that are easily offended again. They're the same ones who uh, you can't eat food in front of them. Right. No. I just looked up my, uh, I still have my notes and I just looked up my thing and my, my big note from that episode was, oh my God, why? Put why and then Archer sex dreams. But that's <laughs> chain, Chainsaw Archer, right? Yes. <laughs> that episode's so dumb. Um, oh, you so you're in season two. You would have seen the uh, the Subabons. Those guys are kind of cool. I like their oh, ships. Yeah. Their they're ships skin. are cool. Yeah, they're very uh, lumpy skinned. Yeah. No. Yeah. Lizard dudes. And we had the uh the, the first appearance of the Romulans via only ship in the episode Minefield. Mm-hmm. Is is that the one where um Reed stuck his legs oh, like on the, the outside, outside of the ship? The ship? Yeah, yeah, and that's then cool uh, Archer too. and Archer's gotta stick it out with him. Yeah. See like And then they're blown really... and then and then they're blown to safety. Yes. And then the, and then the next episode they uh wind up going to the the weird like repair satellite that is harvesting people and it grabbed Mayweather, oh, one of the oh. most un- unessential people on the show. Human uh, corpse farm station. That's, yeah, yeah. That's how I described it. Yeah. Episode's not too bad. Yeah. I mean, 
there's, you know there's something bad episodes in there there is yeah they're fine yeah it's like they're interesting like there's interesting yeah. episodes uh which you cannot say about the majority of new trek even like you know your strange new worlds mm. i mean yeah i don't know i miss well, 90 i miss these uh 90s feeling tv shows exactly and that's um like what you said earlier the uh uh, the IMDb IMDb ratings you don't agree with, where it's like if you look up Strange New Worlds, like every fucking episode is like a top rated in season two almost, and you're just like yeah. these episodes stink. Or... That's recency though, uh, yeah, it because is. people were like, I don't know if uh, IMDb had TV shows at that time, yeah, and I don't know when people were rating these things, yeah, but but it is also like it, what I've always tried said since i've watched it and i was like everybody's wrong about enterprise it's like is it the best star trek it's like no but it's star trek at least and i, I would watch enterprise i would re-watch enterprise before i watched rewatched any new trek none of the new trek i would rewatch. maybe some of season three of picard because some of those episodes are cool but like yeah and Ent- enterprise is like um I don't know. It feel it's it's like a, a a big bowl of soup, Jarrett. You mm-hmm. just feel you're just like, man, the nineties. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm glad that you uh you're on board with Flox because uh uh I, I think Dr. Flox is one hundred percent one of the, the best characters in uh in Enterprise. He's so cool. No. He's just a good dude, you know? No. Well so what other movies did you watch? Oh fuck. Um I rewatched uh, the Batman uh, with Andy. She had the never seen Bat- it. Well, of course, you, you, she, she, is, yeah. How how else was she? Yeah. Without you taking her through and being like, does he know? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Uh, so we watched the Batman, and uh, yeah. I gotta say, I st- I think it, I still think it's good. It's a good holds, movie. It, it, hold, like it holds it. up. Yep. I mean, when you know some of what's gonna play out, like um. It doesn't take away from it at all. And, like, it was new to Andrea, so she was kind of, like, along for the ride. She kind of figured it out eventually. But, um, yeah, no, I don't know. Uh, I like the Batman. I think... Um, was she on board with uh, Incel Riddler? Uh, she was. She thought it was... Uh, she Because, uh, like, because all the movies we've been watching lately, like, Paul Dano has popped up as, like... Because uh, he was in Prisoners. And, like, uh, there's something else that Paul Dano is in. And she's like, this is what this dude does now, hey? Uh, she thought it was really funny um his uh his like basically his youtube video where he's like hey guys yeah thanks so much about all the information on triggers and stuff and uh she laughed at the parts that you would laugh at you know or you're mm-hmm. just like mm-hmm. but uh she 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 wasn't making fun of it though she was just like that's funny she's like i get it i get why they went this well, route maybe you two need to revisit swiss army man Oh, I love Swiss Army Man. I definitely revisit it. And uh, maybe throw a little uh, "There Will Be Blood" in there. Yeah, yeah. And a- Andy really likes Little Miss Sunshine, which I don't know if you're big on, but that's one of Paul Dano's okay. first big splashes. Yeah. Well, um, what about uh, how about Looper? You watched yourself some Looper. Paul Dano in Looper. Yeah, as Seth apparently. He's also a voice in Where the Wild Things Are, hey. and uh, he's also in a. L.I.E. with Brian Cox, the the fun movie, oh, uh, yeah. Meek Meek's Cutoff, the uh, Kelly Reichardt movie. It was filmed in Montana, I think. Uh, probably or around. It, I feel it's like, like it's I remember really... watching a preview. I was like, this looks like Montana. Well, it is uh, along the Oregon Trail. Oh yeah, you know what happened there? Uh, dysentery. Uh, oh yes. Um, 
yeah anyways uh because i re- she would always um i always talk about emo batman and she'd always uh sing that nirvana song something in the way but uh it actually it mm. works it works so well the way they use that uh they can keep using it i i i way prefer that than the the netflix music approach where it's a fucking constant onslaught of new music every 30 seconds it's like just let it breathe let it breathe they, they uh, hit nirvana a bunch colin farrell penguin oh my god <laughs> there is a it's it's his thing's really good uh, the one thing she laughed at is when they're interrogating him and they show him a picture of a body. And he's like, he's like, come on, what are you showing me? Yeah. <laughs> like uh, she, she had a, a, a good genuine laugh. She's like, Oh my God. And I was like, yeah, that's good stuff. Isn't it? Uh, Colin Farrell pa- penguin is good. I really liked, I didn't really notice, or maybe I did. I just forgot. But like, uh, so Batman's music's Nirvana, and then Riddler's music is Ava Maria, which I, I remember him singing it and stuff, but like they do lots of different variations of that song whenever it's Riddler stuff, and I, I noticed it more this time, and I was like, oh, that's neat. I like mm-hmm. that. John Turturro, wicked. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, he's not in it a ton, but when you see him, you're like, hey, John Turturro, all right. All right. All right. And I like uh, emo Batman. I do. So anyways, <laughs> I, I won't talk about it a ton, but... Uh, uh, I think this movie is good. Um, yeah. Uh, we rewatched Misery because Andrea read that book. Misery is cool. Uh. I don't need to talk about Misery, but Misery is cool. Uh, I, we watched Beavis and Butthead do America. Ooh. Yeah. I am now done new Beavis and Butthead. Yeah. And I've watched Beavis and Butthead do America. So this weekend, I think I'll do Beavis and Butthead do the galaxy or or the yeah. universe or whatever the yeah. new one is. Yep. Uh, new Beavis and Butthead, the, like the actual show. One thing that I think is really good that you'll like is uh, it's always two 10 minute episodes in one episode. And um, they bounce around between young Beavis and Butthead and then middle age, current day Beavis and Butthead. Uh, yeah. It, it is very good. <laughs> uh, like the look of them, like Beavis is kind of himself, but like his teeth are kind of chipped and he's kind of wrinkly and he has glasses. And then Butthead is like a fat dude who drives around in like scooters and stuff. And he's like, and it's just them like drinking and smoking. Oh man, it's uh, I think I might have one picture of middle aged Beavis and Butthead, but uh, those episodes are really good. There was one where they went on um, jury, du- jury duty and uh, as middle aged Beavis and Butthead, and I was like, oh yeah. I was like, this is ex- exactly what I'm here for. I'm here for it, Jarrett. Oh, Maybe I don't I, have I, a picture. I, I think I just pulled up a picture of it. This is right. You, you see it? It's good, hey? <laughs> Butthead's head. Well, yeah, because his head is, like, massive now. And he, he's just, like, a, he's just like a big fat dude. He's got the little, like, little legs. <laughs> oh, what the... I mean... Beavis just looks kind of like, uh, I mean, he wouldn't be on a place on uh, like King of the Hill just because he's got a gigantic head. Like yep. his forehead's gigantic, but he's mm-hmm. like, he's like gribble. He's gribbly. Yep. But, <laughs> but it makes no sense. He's, he's like bald. He's, he's balding. He's like super overweight. Like... <laughs> it's, uh... it's, it's actually really good. I think, uh, I don't know if you'd ever do the whole thing, but you should just watch the one, the one jury duty one episode, which is ten minutes of like old Beavis and Butt or middle aged Beavis and Butthead, 
uh <clears throat> it was that one was really good i like that one yeah so Be- beavis and butthead is uh good stuff and uh yeah that's them all right <laughs> which is very good uh that, what, a, what a drawing so we watched um beavis and butthead do america which is good it's uh i saw it years like i think i rented it on vhs so I, I i saw that bad boy in theater i uh, see that's pretty cool there was more sexual stuff in the movie than i remembered uh strangely but um uh not nah, beavis and butthead's good stuff like uh you know what you're getting in. if you're watching it you know what you're getting into exactly. and then the o- the only other thing that i i would maybe bring up i don't know if you want me to talk about it i don't think you would ever watch this and mm-hmm. i think you would absolutely hate this but i watched that movie <laughs> Saltburn. do you know uh-huh. anything about that i know basically nothing about this but i know what people keep watching it so the lady who made this is the lady who did Promising Young Woman. Okay. Uh, which I haven't seen, but uh, that was that that's that rape revenge movie, right? With I Carrie don't... Mulligan and like it was nominated for Best Picture a couple of years ago, but like because I remember Andrea added it to her Netflix list, and it was like because uh, it was recommended as like a com- quirky comedy, but I was like I, I I I told her once I was like I'm pretty sure that's a rape revenge movie, and she was like what. I was like, yeah, I don't know, man. Um, anyways, Saltburn is like, uh, this is like new age art house for people who don't know about art house trash. You know what I mean? Ba- ba- baby's first art house. Baby's, I yeah, this is baby's first art house, a hundred percent. I don't, I don't think it's a twenty four. This is maybe like a twenty five, is uh, how I would oh, describe it. Thick. Which, uh, yeah, anyways, so it's like, it's Barry uh, Keegan, uh, the Joker himself. From, the Joker, I was going to say, the Joker himself. The, jo- the Joker. Uh, Barry Keegan, and then you get like, uh, um, with I want to, sorry, I just want to, yeah, okay. I just want to note real quick that yeah. uh, this, the reception this is getting from people I follow, uh, it's all over the map. Mm-hmm. Either it, it like hard does not work for them or they love it. So I don't know. Uh, I am neither of those. There were okay. parts parts of it that I thought were fine, and then there were parts of it where, I, to myself, I was like, Ugh. I was like, okay, yeah, and like, all right, man. Um, uh, but yeah, Barry Keegan with Nail is in here. Carrie Mulligan, Rosamund Pike. Um, <clears throat> so it's about like kids at Oxford or something, and there's one guy who's the richest, most popular. His family owns like this huge estate like a private secluded place called Saltburn. And then there's Barry Keegan, which everyone makes fun of because he was like the scholarship kid. So like the kid who couldn't actually afford to go to Oxford, but was like smart enough to get a scholarship and uh, they become friends. And then for the summer, the rich kids like, Hey, why don't you come back to Saltburn with me? And uh, we'll like hang out and stuff. Um, And he's like, he's like, yeah, I'll do that. And then you meet the family and they're all very uh, quirky. Like, um, uh, the mom is Rosamund Pike, and she's very, like, disjointed from everything. With Nail is the dad. Uh, there's, like, a sister who's quirky in some way. Carrie Mulligan's, like, an aunt with, like, purple hair, and she, like, says weird shit. And then uh, there's, like, a cousin, and it's this dude. He's on, like, the banner at the top, and he's just, like, he's, like, this very sassy gay dude, but, like, kind of, like, 
like incredibly mean and he's like kind of like the villain for the first two-thirds of this movie because he's so mean to barry keoghan and everyone's like oh come on stop don't be mean to him but he's just like this incredibly mean sassy dude and you're just like what's this guy's deal anyways uh so he goes there and you know hijinks ensue but this is 100 percent um uh yeah like what you said baby's first art house because there's like i don't know there's scenes of dudes like having sex with like uh like um like not the tombstone but like the cemetery plots and there's like licking of drains after people have been in the bathtubs and uh what else is in this i don't know lots of weird stuff but the one thing i i was very just eh, whatever um I can see why it's very, very popular with the the Xenials. You know the Xenials, Jarrett, the new generation. Okay. I can see why it's very popular with them because I feel like a lot of the the younger crowd hasn't seen a ton of movies, maybe. So it just kind of pulls from a lot of um. I don't know, like not. It's not even shocking. You watch it, and like, I was like, yeah, all right, he's licking up the bathtub drain after the dude got out of it. I get it. I've seen that a million times. It's, it's no big deal. Uh, but, um, I mean, I, I personally have. The one thing that I thought was really weird, though, is, like, it takes place in the 90s or something. Uh, or, like, like it's set at a, as a period piece. It's, like, 1996. But they all talk current day so much. Like, uh, all of the dialogue. And, like, if you, you... You might be like, what kind of dialogue do you mean? You watch, like, 20 So, like, oh, I see. It, like... 20 minutes of it, huh? You watch like 20 minutes and you go, I see exactly what you mean. Uh, so like I was, for me, more than anything, I was kind of like, why did they like make it a period piece at all? Um, or it's not even period. It's It takes place like 20 years ago. But like why set that time era at all if um, if you were just going to write the people like they talked like current day? I was very confused by that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So anyways, uh, I think you would uh, absolutely hate this movie. I think you would turn it off. Yeah, like, uh, you know, hour, I, 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 it, there's something about it. It's got that uh, velvet buzzsaw feeling to me when I see uh, any images from it. Mm-hmm. It is yeah. like, it. it is, it's got really nice cinematography. Like it looks, it, it's a very polished movie because a lot of movies yeah. these days are polished. I, I think everything is like, has a look now and yeah. maybe like, 30 years from now, I'll look back and go, man, movies are really nice looking back in 2024. But uh, maybe I won't. Maybe I won't think that. Maybe we won't have streaming platforms in uh, 30 years. Mm-hmm. Which, maybe, I don't... maybe he'll be dead. Maybe we'll all be dead. You know what I mean? That's right. Yeah, I don't... Um, I don't really know what it'll be like, but... Uh... Yeah, it looks great, and like Barry Keegan's a really good actor, but um, a lot of the stuff I don't know I if mean, it's just because you and me are ghouls. I was kind of like, they're they're not casting uh, Barry Keegan because he's a bad actor. He's I mean, when you're casting the Joker, the, you know, the Joker, it's only, it's only the best, the Leto's, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the Joker. So, yeah, I actually really do like Barry Keegan. Like, uh, I liked his, him uh, uh, eating that spaghetti in uh, 
okay so i brought that up <laughs> i brought that up a ton because uh, andrea's um sister is kind of like hot and heavy for barry keegan right now and like uh she had watched this movie and she's like ah, oh, like she was like yeah it was good she's like it's kind of weird but i liked it and uh i was like if i was like she's in a weird stuff she should check out killing of a sacred deer i was like Barry Keegan's in that. He's eating a big bowl of plate of spaghetti. And I was like, I, th- I think I made you watch that. And she's like, I don't remember this. And so I showed her a trailer and she's like, I don't really think I know this movie. I was like, I know we watched it. And then the spaghetti thing came up and she's like, uh, okay, maybe. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, you checked yeah. it out. I know you did. You yeah. checked it out. Anyways, spaghetti. Am I right? You eating, eating that spaghetti. Said he eating that spaghetti. You eating that spaghetti. We all eating that spaghetti. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. 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 So, anyways, yeah, I think you would absolutely hate this movie. Well, I, I just want to say I'm glad to see that uh, my poll of would Jarrett like it, yes or no, uh, no is running away with it. Because mm-hmm. no, no, that's the, the only sensible choice. Yeah. 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 It's good. I'm glad. I'm, I'm proud of you, Creepsville, for once. Yeah. You're not let, you're not disappointing me for once. For once. I mean it's good. It checks out. It oh. checks out. Uh so that's what I watched and uh update I have finished Final Fantasy. And greatest game of all time? Well, it's only 10 it's only the first 10% of the game, remember? Right. It's the greatest game of, so 10% of greatness. I uh the story and stuff I think I said this last week, but it was like Death Stranding. After about 20 hours, it really hit its stride where I was like, okay, I can see why people are very into this. I don't think it's the greatest thing ever made. Nothing crazy like that. But uh, I do see why it is um, kind of cherished by people. It's like, yeah, this is good. I was like, there's some good stuff here. And I think there would be even more stuff. But uh, this game, uh, this game, Jared, they, uh, they're greedy. So much of this was so fucking repetitive. And I, I don't mean the grinding of RPGs. I know what yeah. that's like. Not that. The actual game design was so repetitive. Like, there's one thing, you're in a train yard, and I'm not even fucking with you. Like, for an entire hour, you climb up a ladder, walk across the train, climb down a ladder, walk across the open area to the next ladder of another train, or next ladder, walk up, walk across, walk down, walk across, walk up, walk across, walk down. And I was just like... It was like an hour long, and I was like, you guys, it's like you didn't need to make a fucking 40-hour game this repetitive. It, like, you could add the grinding in there in different ways. Um, anyways, the game was very repetitive. Uh, remember how I was telling you about the big cat, the big Sounds cat bad. reveal? Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> I, don't know if, I don't know if this is redeeming. I, uh, when it happened, I was kind of like, mm, okay. I still don't know the cat character. He was not introduced at all in this game at the ending of this game. So I don't know who the Prince of Cats was. Uh, I'm still like marveled by that. But uh, there was an introduction of like a, a kind of like a saber tooth dog. It's not really like a saber tooth tiger, but it's not a cat. And it's kind of like a dog, but it's like this. His name is Red 13. He's got like a mohawk and he's got like indigenous like jewelry on his ears and stuff like that. And like feathers and like tattoos. And the dog can talk. And he goes, uh, they all get surprised. They're like, oh, you can talk. And they're like, how is that? How can you do that? And the dog goes, and I'm, this is almost verbatim. He goes, let's not worry about how. Let's just say I can talk and let's move on. And then they go, okay. And 
<laughs> they just kind of continue the story. That'd be my answer. Yeah. No, and I actually liked it. It's like I said, it was kind of redeeming. The dog just goes, let's not worry about how. Let's just let's just move on from here. And then they all go, yeah, okay. Uh, I was um, I was starting to get into it near the end because uh, there's a there's really good music. Like I think it's like orchestra music or or not orchestra, but it is like it's like a score that they made for this game. And I was like, man, this is good. Uh, and the the ending was really amping up uh the energy. And I was like, holy fuck! I was like, we're really getting after this. But uh, the ending of this game is so needlessly difficult that I almost quit. I, I was like, I was, I, I was like, this is fucking too hard. And uh, I know what everyone's going to say. Well, get better at video games. No, no, it's not that I, 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 pl- I play like, I think last year I, I beat like 15 games in a year and I, I just play a normal, but uh, it was so fucking hard that uh, I started the last boss section at 33 hours and I finished the game at 38 hours. It took me five hours of playing this thing over and over again to actually fucking beat it. And I know that's what old games used to be like, but like, I'm not 13 mm-hmm. anymore. I can't just play the same level for fucking two weeks until I've mastered it. It's nuts, Jared. It's nuts. Anyways, it's a good game. It's super horny, though, which is kind of strange. I feel like that's uh, more telling of our times. And it's not ever like everyone's gonna say, "Oh, because of Tifa," and it's like, no, not because of her, because of a uh, Cloud and Sephiroth. There's so oh, much yeah. horned up action between them. Oh, I see. Sephiroth's always like, "I'm waiting, Cloud. You, you, are you coming? Are you coming, Cloud? I'm waiting for you mm-hmm. over here. Yeah, he's still over here." And then you're just like, "Jesus, just do it already." You know oh, what I no. mean? Sephiroth. Well, yeah, settle down, Seth- Sephiroth. Anyways, I beat that game. You did it. Yeah, it's very long. It's like very this, long. Like this podcast. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, it's because I watch too many movies. Let's uh, let's stop here. Let's come back. Let's talk about sporting life, and then that'll be uh, we'll be out of here before nine. It'll be great. Well, we got, we have news to discuss though. Uh barely any. Mm-hmm. Nobody uh, cares about these Oscar picks. Well, how about the Criterion's? coming out in april nobody especially cares about that especially no one i don't know about that i mean they might care a great deal that lahane is coming to 4k i think Mm. they don't really make it clear there it is yeah i'm assuming that when they're releasing stuff they better be 4k so i don't know i mean uh jordan peterson will be jordan peterson justin peterson will be happy Jordan peterson jordan peterson might be happy too yeah, he might be. Yeah. Oh, Lahane. Then he'll then uh he'll also be excited that Picnic at Hanging Rock is uh mm. also coming to 4K. Oh, great. Yeah. Remember love that, that one? one? Yeah, I mm-hmm. love it. And we got the the Workmeister Harmonies coming. We got some Bell Bellatar. It's coming. Uh, who doesn't like Bellatar? <laughs> Everyone loves Bellatar. In 4K, how about I Am Cuba? The Michaela Kalatos of Gozikova. Love that one, too. It's incredible, I've heard. Mm -hmm. Landmark. Yeah, 1964. Heard it's incredible. And, let us not forget, uh, Nancy Savoka's Dogfight from 1991. 
Are any dogs hurt in that one? Uh, River Phoenix is in it. Lily Taylor. An ineffably bittersweet portrait of youth in the 1960s. Nancy Savoca's funny, sensitive tale of love and war etches two vividly alive characters. Mm-hmm. Thank goodness. A folk singer named Rose, a hot-headed Vietnam-bound Marine named Eddie, who meet on the occasion of a cruelly misogynistic party, oh, where men mm-hmm. compete to bring the most unattractive dates they can find. Sounds cool. But what begins as a night to forget unexpectedly develops into something far more meaningful. Great. Mm-hmm. Like Can't us. wait. We'll watch this in 12 years. Can't wait. You will watch this in 12 years. You and Horny Sephiroth AI will be will replace me. Yeah, yeah. That's true. It probably. Or you could have the dog that talks. Whichever AI co-host you want, you could have either one. By then I'll be a V-star. Like vegan? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Uh, yeah, and then Oscar stuff got announced. Yeah. Anything good? Uh, that Oppenheimer movie that you said is not as good as Interstellar got nominated a whole bunch. I mean, it is, like it is good, but I personally think Interstellar is better. Uh, Bar- Barbie got uh, shut out in key yeah. areas. People are mad about that on the internet. I saw two sides uh, of that but argument. Seemed, yeah, I bet. I bet I, there's there's lots of arguments happening. Mm-hmm. Well, I saw one where people are like. This proves the plot of Barbie because males were nominated and the females weren't. But then I, I saw another thing, and it was a guy who was like, Heath Ledger got nominated for the Batman, but not Christian Bale. And it's like, this proves the point of the movie, that the Joker is society. It was something like that. And I was like, oh, that's kind of funny. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what side is right. I don't know. The, this, the voters. The democ- yeah. democracy fails again. Uh, allegedly. But, I mean, that's also like... These people, they don't. Do they actually want the things that should win to win, or is it just, you know, just give it a Barbie? You know what I mean? And I'm like, I liked Barbie. Barbie was good, but you know, I've heard this past lives movie is incredible. Maybe that should have won. Should win all the awards. Well, Mark Silvestri on Discord uh, expected that we would be unpacking this all with our patented deep analysis. But instead, he said that about us? Yeah, that's what he was expecting for Oscar talk. But no, he instead he'll be listening. Be like, why are they still talking about ostriches? That's what's going to happen. But How you know it? what? That's on brand. Don't think any. Don't think otherwise. Oscar the, things come out, and the creeps you, talk about ostriches you, 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 for twenty you, you, minutes. Yeah. yeah, exactly. The real os, the real os that matters. Mm-hmm. Oh, the you're ostriches. About the, the, the O's. Oh, we're talking about O's, all right. Oh. Yeah. yeah, if you hey, you know what though? My recommendation is, if you want to talk about the Oscars between now and whatever it is in February, the, the when they announce this crap, mm-hmm. uh, send an email in. We'll talk about it that way. I mean, in we might email have to. form. I've only seen like two of those movies nominated though, for any of the the awards. I don't think I've have I seen any of them. I don't know. I don't think so. If we don't if we don't watch movies on this movie podcast, guys. You know that. No. I said the only movie that I that sounds really good is that Past Lives one. Well, and then there's a Yorgos in there and a Jonathan Glazer. That's kind of cool, actually. But yeah, I don't know if that's uh, made it to the the little theaters yet. I don't know. 
The only thing I know for show is that this Maestro movie looks like absolute fucking dog shit. <laughs> maestro. This, Brad- this Bradley Cooper movie where he's playing a maestro for uh like oh. a- this looks like absolute fucking dog shit. As I've said, oh, many oh it's times- Leonard. Well, you don't want you don't want to hear uh, watch a biopic of Leonard Bernstein. No, I don't. What do you have against Leonard? I don't Len- think orchestrators Lenny. do anything. I've said this many times. Well, he's a uh, a conductor. Well. I don't think conductors do anything either. And a pianist, a music educator, an oh, author, he's a pianist, I, right. and a humanitarian. What does that mean? He said, "I think people should get along." Sure. Yeah, the Andy, the Andy yeah. Warhol approach. Everyone should be nice to each other. It's like, yeah. Fucking. Thanks, thanks, Andy. Good job, pal. You really cracked the case. I, I know that this has got uh, two hundred thousand views logged on Letterboxd. Sitting at a 3.3. This is uh, apparently no one's favorite movie. The movie looks like dog shit. You heard it here first. Wow. I'm never going to watch it. Get them, boys. <laughs> Bag them away, toys. You know what I mean? Um. Yeah, so that's it for the news. That's it for <laughs> hot Oscar talk. Maestro sucks. You know what I'm saying? Maybe we could do an Oscar night special, RJ. You know, open up the channel, let the the reprobates of I, Creepsville on Discord uh, say offensive things that we have no control over. I mean, very, we could. Or I they'll have... be all, or they'll all be very quiet mm-hmm. and uh, not talk at all, and it'll be very awkward. How I assume that? Be... How about that? Does that appeal to people? I assume they'll all be busy living their lives and not watching the Oscars. I don't, also, I don't, even I don't know have I, cable. So. Yeah, me neither. So I don't know how I would, I would do it. Mm-hmm. Damn. Well, until, we'll, we'll read Twitter. <laughs> we'll read Twitter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Something happened, you guys. Incredible. Oh, wow. Someone made a Taylor Swift joke. And they said, I can't believe they went there. And then the next day, it'll be uh, articles that some joke wasn't well received by somebody. Uh, is be, that it, it divided fans? There will be, I can tell you right now, there will be a joke about the joke of Taylor Swift at the Golden Globes. There will be a couple jokes about Will Smith. Yep. And then there will be something about Ricky Gervais. Work, <laughs> something about Ricky. And then probably one of the most embarrassing things you'll ever see will be some kind of Barbenheimer thing. Where it's like presenters are dressed up like Barbie and Oppenheimer, but like a mash of that, and it'll be so embarrassing that everyone will feel bad, especially the people that are involved. You know, I don't know. I think you uh, underestimate how dumb people are and the spit the lap up. I mean, maybe not everyone will feel bad, but I will feel incredibly bad because of that. Um, how's that sound? Sounds incredible. Good. The best. The best. So. It's the best. Hey, uh, do you think, think the so. uh, do you think the Lions are going to win on Sunday? I do. I actually, I genuinely do. It's Tim Allen's team. There you it's go. Tim, it's it's Tim the Toolman Taylor's team. Uh, I actually do because everyone's like they can't beat San Fran. It's like San Fran's been playing like shit, boys. Uh, I think that Detroit has got uh, the charisma, the moxie, and uh, they're riding that snake, man. Well, so I think the, the, I think Detroit's going to get in there. One of their number one fans is going to be there on Sunday in Tim person. Allen? Uh, no, the next most famous and hey. big, but biggest fan. Listen, 
the only person I know that's been repping the Lions for 25 years is Tim Allen. Who are you talking about? I'm talking. I'm talking about a, a coworker of mine. Oh my god! Which one? does he <laughs> both, actually like bo- the Lions? Both, both of them. Oh my god! Are they? I thought they were Patriots fans. Well, one of them is. One, one's a longtime Lions fan. I even posted a picture in the sports feed on Discord. Do, uh, do people pay attention to nothing? I sure didn't. RJ, do you even care? Do you even care? Was it something about bite them? Was it like bite his ass or something? Yeah, something like that. Oh, okay. Bite, bite a kneecap. Bite a kneecap. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, that makes sense. The other one's not a uh, a Lions fan, though. Right. No. no. There you go. See, here's here's a reminder. Tender. Tender. Okay. We got, a, we got a movie to talk about. Yeah. Sure. Sure we do. After the break. Uh what's it called when you get into a, a huddle thing in uh, rugby? Uh what's that called? Crumb. A crumb? A scrum. <laughs> ah, a a, ro- a Robert Scrum. Robert Scrum, the man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very good. Very good. Who's that knocking at my door? Cried the fair young maiden. It's only me from over the sea, said Barnacle Bill the sailor. I'm all lit up like a Christmas tree, said Barnacle Bill the sailor. I'll sail the sea until I croak. I bite and swear and drink and smoke, but I can't swim a fair stroke, said Barnacle Bill the sailor. Are you young and handsome, sir? Are you young and handsome, sir? Are you young and handsome, sir? Cried the fair young maiden. I'm old and rough and dirty and tough, says Barnacle Bill the Sailor. I never can get drunk enough, says Barnacle Bill the Sailor. I drink my whiskey when I can, whiskey from an old tin can, for whiskey is the life of... You mean I didn't have to get killed for it? This is a man, and what a man. A man of violent contrasts. A man greater than ordinary men in his strength and in his love. Richard Harris, in a performance you will never forget. Richard Harris as Frank Machen. He was an idol to the crowd. Women admired him for a strength and pride they could not fully understand. To some, he seemed a brute, a man of frightening sudden violence. Yet children understood his tenderness. He enjoyed wealth and flattery. No need to feel awkward. He loved a good time. And yet he turned his back on it for a ruthless, overwhelming I love. Oh, you want to crush me, but I won't let you. I'm the one thing you can't have like everything else. I want you. I want you to go. I need you. I want you to go. I want you to go. I want you to go. Rachel Roberts as Margaret Hammond. Savagely embittered by life, she returned his love with a burning, passionate hate. They all laugh at you. They all point you out. Don't you know that? Trying to be different. 
and they point me out too, Andy and Anne Linda. We're not proper people now because of you. No other film has ever brought life to the screen with such brutal honesty. This sporting life brings you face to face with people. It compels you to love, it forces you to hate. It takes you to the very center of a man's passion and a woman's heart. This is the Criterion Creeps podcast, mm-hmm. and tonight we're talking about this sporting life from 1963, oh, yeah. sure. directed by Lindsay Anderson. Remember oh, Lindsay yeah. Anderson, RJ, director of forget. If. Oh, the incel pick. If. Interesting. The tagline for this film, he only believed in strength. Love was a word he hadn't the power to say. Mm. Did he need to take that to the bank? I'll take I'll take more than just that to the bank. In Northern England in the early 1960s, Frank Mashin is a mean, tough, and ambitious. Uh, wait, he's he is mean, tough, and ambitious enough to become okay. an immediate star in the rugby league team run by local employer Weaver. Oh shit. That's it. Okay. That's that that is the synopsis from Letterboxd. Interesting. No. No. Is it? <laughs> on paper. Oh, yeah. On 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 paper, I don't know if that sounds like the most interesting uh story imaginable. You know, sometimes when people say interesting, they actually mean something else. Is it kind of when people say, "Oh, wow." Oh, wow. They might they, they might actually not like be wowed by something. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't consider that. Wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Interesting. Oh, gosh. Mickey Jillikers. Yeah, I was just going to say. You know, you ever heard that one? Yeah. yeah. Right. So I've, I've uh, heard this movie's title uh, many times over the years. Had never thought to go out of my way to watch it, though. Because I go, this sporting life. And in my head, uh, you look at this poster, you don't look at it too close. You go, is this a boxing movie? This is a movie about boxing? And then you find uh, out it's going to be about rugby. People still play rugby. You find that out, and then what do you, you go like this, Jerry? You go, oh, wow. people, people, they're into they're into scrums. Can you? What do you think a scrum is? I'd like to hear that. It's what like a, think, What do you think the purpose of that is? Uh, they all the they all get um, you know, gather together. They all hug. Yeah, they're all. <laughs> They're they're kicking. They're trying to kick this like oversized football. Uh, mm-hmm. It's not a football. It's a rugby mm-hmm. ball. Does, yeah. does it have a name? Or uh, I know you're a bit of a rugbyman. I mean, that's how you got that R in your name in the first place. Uh, yeah, that is uh, that is entirely why I was named that was yeah. rugby Johnson. Yeah. Uh, no, the I. Sec- it's, it's... The secret's out. <laughs> The the secret is out, man. The secret is out. Uh, as far as I know, um, the official name of the ball is a rugby ball. But I, there's like colloquialisms. Like some people call it like a pill, and some yeah. Uh, okay, I remember that. I remember that from high school. Yeah, some people call it a pill. Um, what else? What else is there? I've heard. I've heard other others too. But uh, 
usually people just say, go get the, like, it's the ball. Go get the ball. <laughs> go get the ball. Yeah. It's, if you don't know that we're here playing rugby, then you're in a bigger problem. Go get the rug. Like, go get the ball. What would be more specific? What kind of ball do you want? A basketball? And then you say, get off the field. You say, go home. Oh, wow. It's like, I'm putting up with this horse shit. Um, hey, RJ, it's, Ri- it's Richard Harris as our main character. Remember Richard Harris? Dick Harris? Yeah. It's Dumbledore. Uh, from 1 and the, 2 or yes. from 3 to one, 8? 1 and 2. Oh, old Dumbledore. Old Dumbledore, a.k.a. guy from the Gladiator. But most famously, the way I know Richard Harris, is English Bob from Unforgiven. Oh, yes. Yes. No. We talked like this in the what? Harry Potter movies. <laughs> Yeah. Have you ever heard someone talk like this, Jared? Just, just you. And well, Decad- this is how he talks. And, and, De- and decadence bot. And De- hedonism bot. Yeah. Yeah. There's oh. there. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, uh, you were right on about um, about the scrum. Yeah. People get hugged and uh, yeah, oh, yeah. There's right. a ball. There's a ball, and yeah. people are trying to kick. They have to kick it. They can't grab it. They can't yeah. touch it with their hands. They have to kick it free. So yeah. you, I'll have to ex, you'll have to explain some rugby stuff to me. Uh, I can little, explain uh, whatever you want. Okay, so you kick the ball out. Do, do, do yeah. you get kicked? Do people kick each other when they're in uh, there? Or is that frowned upon? You're not supposed to, but 100% you absolutely get kicked in that in that thing. 100%. That's not nice. Yeah, uh, there is a lot of things you're not supposed to do. Like someone when someone's on the ground, you're not supposed to kick them or... Uh, there's a, a term called raking, where you rake your cleats on their back. You're not oh, supposed man. to do that, and you can get a penalty for that, but that doesn't mean it doesn't happen. Right. So you're under a ruck. It's, it's it, and, a ruck? Uh, yeah, you're under a ruck, and so there's men above you, and uh, they can rake you with their cleats. And I, I got to tell you, Jared, in rugby, at least in Canada, you are allowed metal studs in your cleats. This sounds uh, like a very violent game and also perhaps a, a tinge of sexual violence uh with well, the, all sports are with, sexual in some way yeah absolutely i mean just all read sports that, are sexual in read, some read way. that read that daniel klaus uh yeah. sports comic it explains it all but man rugby yeah. it's like sounds scary why would anyone want to do it and well, even our main even our boy our main character here he doesn't want to do it anyway he's just good at mm-hmm. being violent and so he has to do it it's a good way to make some money so anyways, best the, it is violent, but the best way I've ever or not best ever, but a good way baseball's, I've heard it. Baseball's pretty not violent. Yeah. Like relatively. Well, it's, uh, there's, but it there's is like, sexual. Oh, I mean look at those bats. And those balls. Yeah, look at those gloves. <laughs> well, um and no, uh, people go sliding into one another. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, and that's about it. Like other than that, it's like yeah, I, I don't know. People get have temper tantrums. What do you and, think the is, outfield is called the outfield for? Because you're coming out. You know what I mean? To, to fight? No, in a sexual way. Oh. You're coming out and you're saying, I'm out for anything. Whatever you're, goes. You're, you're out stepping out. Outfield. Stepping out. Um, you say big ones, tall I, ones, I, whatever. Okay. I, I don't yeah. know what any of that means. But, uh, yeah. I'll, I'll what were you talking the, about? I'll, I'll leave the sports jargon to you. Uh-huh. Um, well, okay. No, so yeah. it is... so anyway, you, you yeah. kick the you kick the fucking pill out of the scrum, and sure then there's like, and then someone grabs it from the hole, 
there's mm-hmm. like little there's little openings on either side and whoever yep. gets it they have possession they have possession yes, they of the pill and then they have to go to your opponent's infield like football and mm-hmm. you have to make it across uh mm-hmm. is it just a matter of like do you have to plant it do you have to, like a certain part of your body have to get there or does the ball just have to reach it with the it ball, in your possession in your the ball hand? needs to be touched on the ground uh to, to to score a, cr- a try you have to touch the ball down. Now your whole body doesn't have to be in the try try zone, but you need to at least have your hand with the ball touching down. So if you go to touch it down and you lose control of it, and then the ball just hits, but you aren't personally planting it, that doesn't count. So we have uh, those video replays now for the professionals, and they can uh, they can see that. Okay. Or you go to plant it down, and someone else puts their hand in front of it, and then the ball hits their arm or whatever. Also doesn't count. You have to touch it down yourself. Okay. But uh, yeah, you're pretty close on the scrum. It is, uh, it's to determine possession. It's kind of like um, it's the equivalent of like, you know, a jump ball in basketball, like yeah. how you start the game. It's sure. like that. It's to determine possession. However, in rugby, uh, whoever is, because both teams do scrums, but whoever is rolling it in typically is the people who should maintain possession. You shouldn't lose your own scrum. Because the person rolling it in is, has the advantage. Cause... Yes. Yeah. Yeah, because okay. you you can you like tap it on the guy so they know when the ball's coming in, and like you're not supposed to, but you can give it a little mustard and you can kind of spin it so it kind of rotates towards your end of the scrum of the jump if, ball. If you're good at your job. If you're good at your job, that's the scrum half. You should be throwing that in there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's lots of there's lots. It's there's actually there isn't a lot of rules, but that's there are favorite, a lot of rules. Scrum half's my favorite Hobbit. Scrum half. <laughs> There's also a fly half, but that's maybe less interesting, hey? Yeah. Uh, other positions, there are props. Uh, there are locks, flankers, and uh, typically uh, the, f- the fan favorite is the, uh, to say at least, is the hooker. I've, everybody remembers the hooker. Everybody remembers the hooker. And, which, every, and, there, and, there, and, the, and of course, your uh, PE teacher, your gym teacher, yeah. like, yeah, yeah, yuck it up, fellas. We all get up. Everyone wants to be the hooker too, but the hooker is a very, very specific body type. You need to be a little dude who's uh kind of scruffy, because you have the two props, well, two well, really big to, dudes. And you have why are you gonna be scruffy? Well, what does your hair have to do with it? What are you talking it about? It helps. Here? It helps. The, the hair isn't that more well, something like, are, for people to grab and, well, and the use two against hookers you? Are the ex- the dead center of the scrum on both sides? So, like by scruffy, I mean like scrappy. Like you need to be a dude who can actually take a you know getting scratched or kicked or whatever, and you need to be a little smaller so that you can okay. kind of fit in there. So everyone wants to be the hooker because they, they think it's funny, but it's like, no, you you got to be a tough <laughs> tough little dude to be in that, and a lot of a lot of people aren't tough little dudes. Yes, you, you have to be willing to give yourself over to fate. Yes. Yeah. And uh, yeah, what you were saying earlier, it is it is a violent game, but uh, I've always heard it described as uh, a barbarian game played by gentlemen, because uh, one of the biggest things about rugby, there's no interference. It's not like football. There's no like lame ass shit. Like you come out here and you just play. Um, well, so, yeah, what that, is the it. I mean, obviously, there's there is a different uh, there's a scr- more of a scrappiness to rugby than there is to yeah. a f- football uh, or uh, American football, American football. Yes, yeah. where uh, there's a lot of equipment, and it's all mm-hmm. about hammering dudes. Yeah, but... Rug- and, or, or, uh, or not getting hammered. Not getting hammered, but football, too, it's like 
it's all about designing things to like manipulate the field where it's like people set blocks so that you can get around them and you're sneaking around and like breaking free where rugby blocking is not allowed like you cannot block other people like if that guy is going to tackle the guy with the ball you can't get in the way and that's what it, that's what they oh. mean by gentleman game like it's like if that guy can take out the other guy we're going to see if it can happen and we're going to let it play out um see. and we're but like so if you if the guy with the ball is running beside you and you're on his team you have to just kind of hold your hands over your head so that you are showing that you're not impeding play the big thing about rugby is they don't want play to stop so there's no penalties that stop play or anything like that uh sometimes you got to do a scrum if like if play is forced to stop but usually they just let it roll and they're just like let's just keep going right let's uh you don't want to stand still because that gets boring yeah there's no yeah turnovers there's no no uh it's just like you just keep going yeah, if I throw the ball to someone and he drops it and then the other guy on the team picks it up, keep rolling. Just keep doing it. Yeah. No, keep no, rolling. stop. It's a changeover. We're starting at one on this line. Muster. Yeah. Nothing like that. Nothing like that. Wow. It's a, I, I know you're not real a, sport, uh, a sportsman, but um, uh, I'm biased because I like it. But I do think it is uh, a very fun sport to watch. You know, some sports are kind of boring to watch, but it is a... Uh, it is some. a fun sport. Some, yeah. Like I don't, I, I, I don't know if this classifies as sport, but I don't really like NASCAR, so I don't want to watch NASCAR. And what, uh, what about, what about esports? I probably wouldn't like that either. Um, okay. But a good example, like Andy, uh, she watches rugby with me, and like during football season, which not like not anymore, but I used to watch football and. She doesn't like football at all. She thinks it's boring. She's like, it keeps starting and stopping and starting and stopping. Nothing happens. But then uh, she uh, she came and watched rugby with me uh, last year, and she's like, I like this one a lot better. She's like, there's actually stuff happening. I was like, yeah, there is. There's something that happens. So, anyways, this has been rugby talk. So, um, uh, well, yeah. What do, what do, so, what did you think about this sporting life, RJ? Just in general. <laughs> Uh, uh, that was a good recap we just did i think think it's important because like i don't know maybe 30 minutes of this two two hour 10 minute movie are are yeah okay start off so you don't need to know the rules a couple couple of things uh when i went to watch this movie on the criterion channel uh i was getting errors it it wouldn't like load up and i'm like awesome Love I love that I pay money for this service that often doesn't work when I want to use it uh, once a week. And mm-hmm. so uh, this was available on YouTube for free. And I'm like, Incredible. good, even more value. And uh, yeah, then I saw the runtime of 134 minutes. And what was what did I message you, RJ? Uh, something to the effect of get fucked. Yeah, that sounds, like that. Uh, that sounds about right. Yeah. Just because I was like, no way. No, this should be like 90 minutes. It's a sports yes, movie. In and out. So anyway, what's this about? So Richard Harris uh, play, plays a fella, plays a Frank Matchin. Uh, he is your Marlon Brando for the evening. Yes, he is. Yeah, he's he's really like leaning into that. Uh, there's times where he's sitting in the back of cars being driven around, and he just can't help but think about uh, uh, on the waterfront. Mm-hmm. I think. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, and got and uh, Island of Doctor Moreau, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, Anyway, what's this about? Uh, this guy's a foot. He's a rugbyer. What's what is that? What they call them? Rugbyers. I it's just rugby player, like okay. rugby player, rugby ball, rugby game. They don't like to complicate things. It just is what it is. 
I see. What was with the shirts? Uh, rugby shirts? Yeah. The design or the fit? Yeah, the, both. Either it's just the col- like the collar and the stripes. It's, it's a uh, look. It's like yeah, it's the rugby sweater. Like um, so long sleeve shirt with cuffs like at the sleeves, and that that makes sense because it's their actual jersey that they they wear. Uh, they've always been collared, and there's like new modern collars that rugby jerseys have. They're actually kind of nice. Like um, but uh, I don't know why it's a sweater like that. I think it's because the game is like english inherently so they're just like you should be wearing a sweater out there chap and then uh i don't know why it's always stripes and stuff like that it just is um actually not anymore the new modern ones are a lot sleeker they uh it's not as busy some of some old rugby jerseys you'll see it's like argyle on one half of the shirt and then like full brick stripes on the other half and you're like whoa right this does not look good uh I don't know. I don't know. I think it's some old. Uh, I will say that I, I prefer the classic look to the like generic sports jersey look that just is everywhere and everything. I agree. So like the modern ones are a little sleeker. They're short sleeve now, and some of them have like uh they still have they always have a collar, but some of them are um not like the full foldy collar. They're like those. You ever seen those shirts that are kind of like uh collared but not really? It's kind of like like a ring collar and then just like a slit with a button. So it's still kind of like a collar. That's what the modern ones look like. I gotcha. I gotcha. I don't know. Very, why very well. So anyway, this yeah. uh, Frank guy explains in rugby and he gets fucking hand, like, fucking pretty well just punched in the face. Like an open hand kind of like, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. He gets thrust. Pretty good. He gets like, yeah, just like a thrust right into the fucking kisser. Uh, break sweat. Six teeth. His front, his top, like his top uh, of his face is just smashed in. Uh, so he's like, "Oh God, God, So the the owner and the rest of the management, they gotta like take this guy on Christmas uh, to to find a dentist that, that's going to like take care of this business. And uh, they're like, "Well, we're gonna have to yank him. It's just easier that way." And he gets put under uh, with some laughing gas. Old school, and mm-hmm. uh, the the pretty much the next hour is flashbacks while he's uh, hopped up on anesthesia, mm-hmm. and you got to find about how did what brought this man to this point. Uh, we learn about him. He's you know your your working class background guy. Uh, the, the rugby life found him. Uh, yeah, he, he's got a chip on his shoulder. Uh, he's looking after All the this. Best ones do. He uh, he lives with the, in this. Uh, abode with he calls a, it a lodging a lodging he's a lodger yeah. the lodge aj mm-hmm. and uh he's uh, living with this woman who's a, a widow uh mm-hmm. with children and he's kind of like i don't know he's interested uh he gets along with these mm-hmm. kids fairly well mm-hmm. in that kind of like i'm the likable uncle guy uh i want i want to i want to snog your mom kids um even when she goes no don't hey stop doing that and then he, you know what, RJ? He works for the no. Uh, as it can, you turns describe, out. can you describe what that means? It's something that shouldn't happen, but it does happen. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> You're kind of like, well, you know, as, as the st- sticker on the, the box says, <laughs> this is a kitchen sink drama. Can you define what that means? <laughs> and I'm, I'm being in all seriousness, like, because I, I, I read that too, and I went, what does that mean? I, uh, I mean, I think it is this idea that it's like the 
you're you're seeing the kitchen. Like you would see like how people really live. Unglamorous. Uh you know, yeah, Roseanne. Roseanne, I would call like you know, oh. it's, it's it's kitchen sink aesthetics. Like I would a little bit I, of everything. Yeah, I mean, it's just like, hey, people talk about paying bills. Mm-hmm. That that's kind of like what I would peg it as. It's class conscious of uh, how people do live. Uh, the, the the fact that you know people don't have money gets brought up yeah. instead of like just ignored. Or we're, we're just we're supposed to uh, like last week's film, Miss Julie sympathized with the uh, the the rich woman who beats her dog up and treats yep. people like shit. And you're like, I, I don't care. I, well, yeah. Why are we? Yeah. Anyways, why does this, anyone care? This is the flip side of that. Uh, so this guy, it's making his way in the world today. It takes everything he's got. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I do know so, what I'm saying. Uh, yeah, he's got a guy, this old man, who's uh, interests in him or mm-hmm. what they are. He calls him dad. He's like, this is this is a completely regular old relationship with this old man, very invested in me. He wants to see me succeed. For no reason, I'm in, of no way related to him at all. He's very interested in me, and uh, I call him very. Dad. Yeah, mm-hmm. very interested. And that's pretty well as far as they go with that uh, particular relationship. Very supportive older gentleman of, of, of young Frank. Uh, He's something. Who, yeah, who kind of like crashes like rugby league events. Uh, yeah, picks fights with uh, rugby captains mm-hmm. in back alleys, and everyone's like, "He's a maniac." But you know what? He he, he might just have the gusto to make it. He he might just have the gusto, the spunk. Uh, he's mm-hmm. the, the the owner sees something in this guy. He's got he's like he seems like a real piece of shit. Looks like he could uh, handle himself on the field. I think he's got mm-hmm. the making of a great rugby player. Okay, and, and, and and he so he does. And he's like, "Look at this. I'm uh." I don't like this very much. I don't. I don't know anything about rugby. This doesn't even really make sense. Usually, sports movies are about people who are aspiring to be this. And instead, he's like, "No, I'm just violent. <laughs> I'm just a aggressive, violent like man." And he's always being called like an ape by people because they all just see him as just this lout. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, is is he? I don't know. Uh, he's got well, feelings though, RJ. He's got emotions, yeah. uh, but sometimes they come out in violence. Uh yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, so anyway, sometimes they're sometimes they're palling around at the lake with the kids, playing ball with them. All that stuff's fine. Um it's it's the relationship though that he has with the the, the widow, um uh, Mrs. Hammond, I believe is her name. What's yeah. What do you think that means? I don't know. Hammond. It's a good name. It's as good as name as any. Okay. But, like Hammond from Jurassic Park? Uh yeah, maybe. Hmm. Anne Attenborough. Um, John Hammond. Richard or John? Uh, not, uh, not David. Oh my God! You don't want David. No, God, no, God, no. Anyways, um, yeah, he he likes to he likes to fight. He's a real Russell Crowe, and uh, uh, Snapper. Hey. Yeah, and. I don't know, you, just, you see him in flashback doing various things while he's being worked on by the dentist. He comes out of it, and he immediately goes uh, to this Christmas party happening at this house. Everyone's snogging. Everyone's mm-hmm. making out, and he wants to be a part of this. 
he doesn't want to miss out on the action. And then the story kind of like continues on from that point forward. Uh, the you get the continued deterioration of like the sort of like relationship uh, between uh, uh, Frank and uh, mm-hmm. Margaret. Uh, but there's also this uh, this Weaver guy, the industrialist, the guy who runs owns the team. Apparently, he's like he owns a couple of companies, and that's where the widow's husband worked, where he may or may not have died in an industrial accident that was ruled a suicide. And ergo, her life's been kind of ruined, uh, not only mm-hmm. from losing her husband, also because there was like no insurance for it, because like, well, he killed himself. Um, then you know, so there's, there's a specter of this guy. He's a uh, he's ruining people's lives very subtly um and then you also have this uh guy's wife who's uh very interested in our frank very interested what do you mean by interested that fully interested okay yeah and so yeah a lot lot of people are making moves on frank he's very desired um by everybody Mm -hmm. it seems um and i don't know he has a resentment to it he appreciates these attentions but at the same time i don't know Seems that be like living a miserable life, this, but maybe a sporting life. But I don't know. Oh wow! Seems, this could be this could be called this miserable life. I mean, they might have got more people in the theater. Yeah, you know about butts and seats. I've heard about it. You know about Robert Downey Jr. Do you think yeah. if they remade this now, do you think he would be the uh, rugby guy, or do you think it'd be Ben Affleck? Josh Hartnett. Oh wow! Yeah. Oh wow! Interesting. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> oh wow. Oh wow. Um, what am I missing? Anything at all? Oh, so anyways, uh, he has a falling out with uh the widow. He, he becomes homeless for a little while, um, because of his just general bad disposition, bad behavior, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, he finds out that the she. Uh, had a brain hemorrhage, mm. and he goes to the yeah. hospital to check on her. The doctor's like, "Yeah, it's not looking too good." We get this real impassioned, like you know, Oscar chasing performance of, of like him talking to this unconscious woman about not dying, not giving up, and then blood starts coming out of her face, and she's died. Uh, as this is going on, there's this giant spider coming down the wall. And he's looking at it. He's like, oh, spider. Mm-hmm. And this, it's kind of like behind like a little uh, bedroom bedpost. And he's like, okay, you, you, you get to live this day. But uh, after she dies and the doctor and nurse come in, and they're just like, yeah, sorry about that. She's dead. Uh, he sees the spider. He just fucking punches the wall of the spider. And I'm just like, man, between the rugby... <laughs> <laughs> And the spider killing, uh, and and the teeth being shattered. It's a Man, we got an act. I'm like, this is the uh, Jorge Bellagio story right here. I'm uh, I'm assuming because the teeth. It's probably been mentioned before, but you, just for people who don't know, uh, my top deck of teeth are actually fake. So uh, not all of them, but uh, all the ones right here on this side, these are all fake teeth. So uh, yeah, this one this one really checks out. Yeah, and I, I have punched the spider before. Yeah, it's the funniest. Like, it's just punching, <laughs> punching the spider. It's like, like I've never. It's like almost like something from like Kurt killing like a parasite or something. Yeah. Uh, 
And then yeah. he's like pissed off, and he just storms out of the hospital, just like walks right past the the you know the now deceased widow, uh, her two children, and like the neighbor. I think mm-hmm. from the he just leaves. He's just like I'm done. Uh, and he goes and plays some more rugby, and he's gonna mm-hmm. be real. He's real miserable. Um, well, that's he, what that he, sport's about. Yeah, yeah, life like gets you down, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the, the the great the great ape that he is uh, continues to I don't know. Make make his way through this through this life. Yeah, I know. Um. So anyway, I mean, I didn't mind watching this. I just think it is incredibly too long. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, not was not in the mood. Uh, I I I was interested in because like Lindsay Anderson, director of If, a movie I didn't Mm -hmm. like. Uh, he's not a bad filmmaker. He's an interesting filmmaker, and I was like, you know, this is like I think his first feature film first like narrative type of movie mm-hmm. um, if i'm not mistaken um so i was like oh this could be okay and then you're like okay it's a sports movie cool i mean sports movies kind of have like an interesting arc kind of built into them and it's like not that way at all uh this is mm-hmm. kind of like oh this is quite the dreary tale of a man <laughs> playing sports there's like no victory there's no big games there's like nothing it's just like yeah you're just going to like perform for people and people are going to come and pay and uh, watch you hit and destroy people. How, how does that sound, pal? And he's like super excited because he's like, gets like a thousand dollar like advance, uh, which he brings about to old to dad, to his, his dad figure. Mm-hmm. Um, cause it's like, that's what people want from me. They want me to do this. He buys a car, brand new car, mm-hmm. uh, which I'm like, Jesus, like that's like all your money gone. I mean, I don't know if, <laughs> Car salesmen are like really going to hand them over to a guy who just got paid. I'm not sure how much time has passed. And he's trying to like, and he's trying to demonstrate his worth uh, to this widow, being like, "Hey, see, mm-hmm. I can take care of you now, love." Look, look, yeah. I bought a fancy car. I don't even. But then, of course, later on, he just abandons the car when he starts limping out of a shelter mm-hmm. uh, for a brief time. But yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, don't like you do, like you do. Uh, yeah, this movie's fine. Uh, mm-hmm. it's it's like probably one of the better movies we've seen in a while by default, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, I don't know, it's, it's okay. Archie, what did you think of this sporting life? Uh, football, you know what I mean? Fo- football, Huck it, chuck it, football. Am I right? Uh, I didn't know this was a rugby movie, um, until somebody, I didn't, I honestly didn't either. Somebody brought it up, uh, and then I was like, oh. And then I threw it on, and I went, "Oh!" And I saw some rugby in around, and I went, "Hey, that's neat." Don't see a lot of, don't see a lot of that. I do think if had a rugby scene also, though. Yeah. Yeah. So um, mayhaps. I mean, it makes sense. Like one of those uh, UK places. uh, This was this was the sport. This is what they played. Um, I thought I I also thought this movie was uh, I thought it was good. Like I thought it was fine. No, I I shouldn't say good. Like it's way too long. Uh, some of the scenes are like you're kind of like whoa get this over with but i did think it was refreshing in a way um, yes uh, and not just because of the obvious like the rugby stuff like it could have been any sport whatever because the sport scenes are um kind of irrelevant like it's just a man yeah. out there like doing his thing right it, i think it, it had, been I, I think sport. it's well i think it's important though it had to be a, a violent sport. Uh, yeah any kind of like physical one and yeah and like, like rugby is like a, a very physical sport. So it's, it's gnarly. I, I, we it opened up this episode of me mentioning cauliflower ears. 
Oh, like, we haven't brought you, it up. You, you, you're going to yeah. be mushing up that cartilage in those years, and they're going to puff right up. It's like uh, when you see wrestlers. Yeah. Uh, you like can re- do like real uh, amateur wrestlers, not professional wrestlers, of course. Because uh, yeah. if they were professionals, their their ears would be fine, of course, is what I'm suggesting. Yeah. But yeah, the, when they're grinding, yeah, they're grinding that ear down, and those headlocks the... in the mat, mushing them. Well, that's a lot of the dudes uh, in the middle of the scrum. It's because their heads are between other dudes' legs, and they're kind of like rubbing back and forth. So there, there's a few things you can do to help that. Like you can wear a scrum cap, obviously, but um, some people think those are lame. So you can also uh, you can tape your ears back, and I did that one time for a game. Uh, you have to put like the like the um the thing around for the tape to stick to so it doesn't stick to your actual skin and hair and then you tape and it's just like a a circle band around your head to keep your ears really close to your head does that sound fun sounds incredible uh anyways um this movie was refreshing though because it was like um i was like this is something i've heard in title alone i would probably never watch it myself but uh uh compared to like what you said earlier to like miss julie um that movie's just about like some rich gal who beats up dogs and stuff and then it's like it's like feel bad for me and you're like i don't and then her servant even it's like ah this is me on the screen the working yeah, man the working man and, and and i'm like no this guy is like this demon horn dog who doesn't know what he wants mm-hmm so then in this sport in life, it's uh there's no it's very upfront. It's like this is just like an angsty, angry man that doesn't really know what to do. But he's also kind of like a gutter rat and he's really kind of like like cl- like clawing his way out of things the only way he knows how, with violence. And you're just like, Yeah. You're like, good stuff. Um I didn't mind the uh the story about him and the lodging woman, I actually thought that was like a good pairing with, uh, with all the, um, like the, the violent aggressive sports stuff. I, I thought the lodging woman relationship was good. Cause it shows that like he, he is a normal person. He right. can just divulge into sport mode where he, uh, he, he's kind of like, yeah, he's sports. Um, yeah. So I, I thought the, the lodging lady was a good fit. Uh, I did like, um, I did like all the rugby stuff. I was like, yeah, this is cool, man. Like, it's I don't I don't get to see um, rugby that much in movies, and it's a it's an older style of rugby. Like, some of the play was a little bit different in how they were doing things. Uh, like when they got tackled, they would get up and they would kick the ball behind them. That's kind of like old school. Uh, like, you, you, there's other things you do now that are a little bit more um, assertive. I would say where you kind of fight for the possession of that ball once it's on the ground, but. Uh, uh i i did think that, that stuff was cool and i did like the glamour of um like the the club the men's club and they would go to the like that men's rugby club and they would go to like the the bars and stuff and they're like hey there's the men's team and they're like Woo! and i was like yeah i was like that's cool they're supporting their local team it's uh that's neat um and i like the uh the kind of schlubby guys and that lady who's like hubba hubba who's this young guy mm-hmm. you know like the uh, the owner's wife or whatever and then young there's all that stud. Talk. yeah there's all that talk of other people's like i'm sure you went to mrs stella stella house and it's just like yeah she's greek um or whatever <laughs> she's not greek but that was a greek name kind of mm-hmm. um i like that but like 
so I, I I did find this thing refreshing. I was like, oh, it's, it's a little different than what we've had lately, and it's um just man movie, a lot of man stuff going on here, which I liked, but uh, it is way too long, and uh, there are there are there are parts in this movie where you're kind of like, and you're just where's that one point five speed? Yeah, so they're they're it's not without fault. Like um It it drifts. It 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 that's a good way to describe it. It drifts. Because there are times where you're kinda like do do and you're kinda like patting your knees and you're like <laughs> just scatting along a little bit. But uh um other than that, like I didn't think it was uh a nice change of pace compared to some of the other dog shit we've been watching lately. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? No, what do you what do you mean? Uh, the, the the dog shit we've been watching lately. Well, I mean, Miss Julie, I would throw in there. Uh, the Naked Prey, I would throw in there. Uh, oh, Two Lane Blacktop was cool. That was an also yeah. that was also a refreshing movie. Uh, Drunken Angel, I liked. That was cool. Uh, Sawdust and Tinsel, Jarrett, remember that one? Oh boy. Uh, Warcraft. Everyone remembers that one. That's yeah, a Warcraft, major yeah. Criterion film. And yeah, that's not too bad. Yeah, major Criterion film. You know what I mean, though. So many, so many uh, Criterion movies are just, just absolute dog shit. Berlin Alexanderplatz. Come on. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, come on. You forgot about how good that was. I even, I forgot to mention it when I was just looking through the movies we've watched in the last two months because I forgot that that was four weeks of our fucking life. The, the, we, we call that November 2023. <laughs> yeah. So uh. So yes, this was refreshing compared to uh, this and Tulane Blacktop. I think were uh, the the two things that I liked the most in the last couple months because uh, and like Tulane Blacktop wasn't wasn't a slam dunk in your butt either, but uh. It was uh, it was Land definitely dunk in your butt. Uh, that's, I think that's what the kids say. Uh, but it was, it was uh, a nice change, and it had some cool stuff in it. And I was just like, yeah, racing men, woo! So that was cool. Anyways, uh, sport and life. It's sport got some good stuff. It's got some bad stuff. It's got some okay stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's yeah. there. It's definitely there. Let's it's listen to. Let's listen to what people had to say about the sporting life from those who hated it. Like uh, who? There's, there's quite a few different half stars going on here. There's a one star here. I don't know. It's toxic masculinity, the movie. Oh, yeah. I don't think so, though. I, like, I think, I mean, is it a celebration of it? Don't think so. No, it's not. Like, and that's the thing. I think people throw out toxic masculinity anytime there's like masculine characters it's like being a man isn't a crime Jarrett. let me tell you the premier of this province will tell you that with her 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 uh her astute guests this month being a man is not a crime being a shitty man yeah that sucks but there's nothing toxic about it i didn't think anyways whatever okay uh we got what were we saying a half a star from nils mathis underhand how positive has been in this uh before Oh yeah, this guy's Greek. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a very Greek name. Hundred <laughs> percent. Not my cup of tea. 
a mix of drama and sports that reminded me quite a bit of Raging Bull. Yeah, that actually did come to mind. I don't know if it's like the yeah. black and white and the angry man, but um, yeah, definitely I was thinking like this is like some proto Raging Bull. Um, yeah, for the sure. rugby scenes are incredibly bland and aren't nah. the focus of the film, while the nah. drama is crude, slow, and anything but charismatic. What remains is a very long film that never managed to grab my interest, let alone hold it. Frank is a rugby star on the rise, but despite his success on the field, he isn't very uh, isn't a very happy man. He feels empty inside and tries to hook up with his landlady to fill the void. It's an empty attempt to give a little meaning to his life, and as his relationship goes inevitably down the drain, Frank's negative spiral continues. The performances were atrocious for a serious drama. The film felt overwrought and simplistic, and the rugby matches were utterly boring. The direction was also very plain and uninteresting. I didn't enjoy this one single bit. Then again, I didn't much care for a film like Raging Bull either, so I guess there's Mm. a pattern. Yuck. The dude doesn't just doesn't like male bonding. Is that what he's talking about? I guess. Uh, they have stuff in their bio, but this part I thought was funny. In short, I'm a dedicated film fan who watches indiscriminately, but I have a clear, strong preference for contemporary Asian cinema. I don't know why. I just I, 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 funny I, to... it, it hasn't gotten any less funny since the last time he appeared. Just to narrow in on something like that, that, that'd be like that'd be like me saying like I have a clear, strong bias for Antarctic South American uh, a, filmmaking. There, there, there's a few uh, uh, repeats here. I, I remember Kobe, uh, Kobe Rules. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, um, Kobe yeah, Rules. We don't need to talk about him or them or whatever. We'll skip over that. Yeah. Uh, new Astrid. I don't know this name. Are they new to us, potentially? Uh, she's the one thing that makes me feel wanted. This is half a star. He says after being rejected by her in every scene and literally raping her, not only that, in literally the next scene, he's screaming at her and abusing her both emotionally and physically. He's the worst, yeah. and I hate him so much. I hope he dies. Well, I mean, guess he what? did. Richard, Richard Harris did die. He, <laughs> Thanks, he, new Astrid. He, he really, he did die, yeah. Oh, this person four and a half to salt burn, Jarrett. No, you know about salt. You gotta. I think you might have to watch that movie. I, just I so might have to. Yeah, it's a new. So, so I gotta. I gotta stay hip with the kids. You know. I think you might have to. I'm, I'm gonna stay plugged in, because yeah. I mean, sometimes the best Jarrett is an angry Jarrett. I mean, I could be totally wrong. I feel like within when I get like ranty. That's when. That's when I'm at my yeah. best. I could be totally wrong. You might come out of it and just be like, ah, it's whatever. I don't care that much about it. And I'd be like, all right. I just, I have a feeling that you wouldn't like it. That's all I, that's all I think. Damn. I just, I think you wouldn't like it. Anyways. Uh, Jacob Reese log. Oh yeah. Very boring. Tuned out when they did the whole force yourself on a woman because she really wants you to thing. Yeah. This person's favorite director is Louis Benwell. <laughs> I love Louis. <laughs> I don't know why I find that funny. They have all their directors ranked. And it's just it's just the criterion people. Bunwell, Ozu, Kurosawa, Powell, and Pressburger. I just the fact that Bunwell is first, I don't know. <laughs> Pressburger. There's not even a Bunwell movie in their top four. Oh, that's unnecessary. I mean, how could you choose just one? 
just one Bunuel? Well, they all go together. Uh, Freddie uh, Fellini? Uh, Who is Freddie Fellini? Then here's a comedy one talking about how this is about Albus Dumbledore. Uh, as yeah, a star sure. rugby player. Very funny. Sure. Um, Jordan, one star. I've never hated a man more. Uh, there's way more worse men. Has he seen American History X? Or has she seen American History X? I don't, I don't know. Uh, yeah, just people just they're they not impressed by this character, and, and I guess they, that's a big barrier. He spent a lot of time with this guy, the entire time. Mm-hmm. No, Mum, yeah, I mean, but he's Mumkler. not. He's not supposed to be a uh, uplifting male character. He's. He's a sad, he's yeah. a sad bastard, Jarrett. But see, I mean, ultimately, folks, you can kind of read between the lines. RJ relates to this guy because he's punched that spider to death. I love that. Oh. How could you not love that? That was awesome. I do that like twice a day. Huh. One, and a, one and a half stars from Mumsyar. Man is terrible to a woman for two hours and then gets sad when she's gone. Oh, also something, something, class struggles, something, something. Feelings of inadequacy, something, something, toxic masculinity. IDK, the dude was even more repulsive and unlikable than most kitchen sink working class white British dudes protagonists are. And I could simply not emphasize with him at all. What a fucking moron. This woman deserves so much better. The spider scene, awful. Just awful. It's the best scene Someone, in the movie. someone watched a bit too much of a streetcar named Desire, I believe. That's best Marlon Brando, baby. Yeah, uplifting. this person has n- no idea what they're talking about. They three starred War of the Worlds. That's out of bounds. They also say their favorite theme is Japan. Japan's um, not a theme. Yeah, Japan's a country. People, people have their uh, interesting priorities in the, on Japan. The, the places they <laughs> they they get their hangups on. Yeah, yeah. But it's like my favorite theme of movies is Japan. So I mean, that's not a theme. Yeah, yeah. Place, guys. So what indeed. are we doing here? In, in, indeed, indeed. Uh, any final thoughts on uh, this movie or Mister Nanny, perhaps? Mister Nanny, like, is that Mister Mom? No this is, no, this is with, uh, no, this is with this uh, is with Hulk Hogan. Oh, okay. Uh, well, the Hulk Hogan one, I think Santa with muscles is probably better, but um. There. This movie um got some good, it's got some bad. I like sad men, so I like that stuff. Um I don't know. Better than better than the dog shit we've been watching lately, you know what I mean? Uh, um uh, the director of Mr. Nanny uh, also did uh Mannequin. Uh, okay. Uh, a, a kid in King Arthur's court. Okay. That's that's, that's sports adjacent. Mm-hmm. And the, the classic film, The Shrimp on the Barbie, starring uh, Cheech Marin. Um, Who could forget? Yeah. Marin? Who could forget? Cheech, Cheech, Cheech Marin. Marin? Yeah. And Louis Chong? It's, I don't know if you've looked at the poster for The Shrimp on the Barbie. I have not. I can't say that I have. You should check it out. That's, that's style. That's style? Yeah. So that's uh, Cheech Marin and Louis Chong, you said, hey? Um, she's an ice cool heiress. He's hot to trot. It's desire down under. Is it though? Okay, let's see here. Cheech Marin has been in 109 films. Most of them appear to be Spy Kids movies. 
Yeah. Uh, I, I could I could see that. Robert Rodriguez, he got him in uh, uh, Desperado. He was in quite a bit. He was in uh, The War with Grandpa. That's pretty cool. Tin Cup. That's pretty cool. Polly, the movie with the parrot. I've seen that. That's pretty cool. I'm not seeing the shrimp on a Barbie here. Must be pretty low. Uh, I mean, we could, like, I mean, 109. That's, like, we could do the... Uh, Cheech May? Or we just, like, tr- transform to the Cheech Creeps. We're, we're going to creep our way through all of uh, Cheech Marin's films uh, in chronological release. Like, I think we, you'd like that, because he is in a movie I think you'd be really interested in. It's called Biography, The Bella Twins, WWE Legends. Oh, shit. Cheech Marin is himself in that in that film. Yeah. So, I wonder what he's going to say. Anyway, I haven't found the thing that you want me to find. The, the, the shrimp on the Barbie. I'm still looking for it. I can't, uh, but I just found a different movie with an also pretty cool poster that I think you should maybe check this well, out. Well, what about, uh, we could watch uh, A Million to One. It's one, one? Then, like the name. That's kind of cool. I like that. A million to one. I think Cheech May Rin. You know what the tagline for a million to one is? I don't. Money can't buy everything. Yeah, right. <laughs> Fuck, they got him on that one. They got him. Still not seeing shrimp on a Barbie here. I'm on Cheech's page. Huh. It's uh from 1990. <laughs> 1998. Okay, I'll find it. I'll find it. I'll find it. Did you see the thing I just sent you? I have not. Uh, I put it in the chat of the... Oh, uh, the the magic of the golden bear. Goldie 3. I like like the poster because it's a... Oh. 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 Do you see? Oh, I see it now. Yeah, you know what? I think this poster might have uh, the other one beat. Yeah? Oh, I see shrimp on a Barbie. Okay. Do you know the name of Mr. T's character uh, in this film, The Magic of the Golden Bear? Gold, uh, I didn't I didn't look into that. I his just saw the poster. His character's name is Freedom. <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. That's, that's good the best stuff. stuff. It's the best stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that poster's well, pretty cool. We did it. The sporting life. Oh yeah. Covered oh, all yeah. the bases. Yeah. Very rewarding. Oh, yeah. After the break, um, we're gonna go spider punching. Oh, yeah, I'm signing me up. Well, I looked over Jordan, and what did I see coming for to carry? So, RJ, when do you finally want to give notice at a Pizza Hut and go full-time rugby superstar for the, the, tr- for the Creepsville um, Cutters? Bucks? The what? No, come on. The Creepsville what? The Cutters. You're the Cutters. The Cutters? Yeah. Um, I mean, I've been trying, man. I just can't get signed. The, that I got I got good uh, aggression, but uh, said I'm a little sluggish some days. I think it's all the pizza. It might be all the Pizza Hut, you know what I mean? 
get that franchise going. I think it's all the pizza. Hey, when when do you think they're gonna let an ostrich play on a rugby team? <laughs> you can email us at criteriaincrease at gmail.com and answer RJ's inquiry, please. Three hundred yeah. pounds, he says. Yeah. Well, if, hey, if a golden retriever can play basketball, why can't an ostrich play rugby? Can you imagine the risks to the crew filming that movie? Air, air Ollie. She'd be, they'd all be dead. After he slashes the basketball, they start slashing the throats. It'd be incredible. Disembowelment. Uh, we've got a Facebook page. Sure we we're do. On, sure we do. <laughs> we do. We have, we're on Instagram. Sure we are. Um, we're on Letterboxd. I'm Jared Duncan. He's Barnloaf. Yeah, of course. We're on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play. No one's listening yeah. to the podcast anymore. It's, uh, yeah, but very... we're still going to talk about it. We're still going to keep recording them. Eventually, yeah. we'll just stop uploading the episodes all together. Uh, well, next week, though. This. Yeah. Exactly. Next week, RJ, it's a good, good, close personal friend of ours. He's back. In what form? Film form. Not Pog? Agnes Vardas. La Pointe Court from 1955. Just be glad that I'm not making us watch the the four films of Agnes or whatever the fuck it was. I've seen We're, those. You've you, you, you already seen two of them. We don't need to watch them again. We're going to watch the, the freshies. Who keeps putting Agnes Varda in this? Why is everyone so hot and horny for Agnes Varda all of a sudden? I mean, can, can you blame them? Oh, God. Well, that went longer than I was anticipating, folks. So, uh, count your blessings. Count your well, blessings. I hope you next enjoyed. Week, one hour episode. Very succinct episode. Very yeah. succinct. Mm. Good night. <laughs>